All right, and we are live. Welcome to the Iron Lords Podcast, episode number 77. It's another glorious Sunday, and we are back at the round table on the Lord's Day. I'm very excited about our special Patreon guest, so we're going to get right into it. I want to introduce a Lord who is not only a fellow OG when it comes to his gaming history, but also has the technical acumen to break it all down behind the scenes. Initially the owner of the most dangerous tech blog in the realm, this Lord has recently made the transition to the vlog space, all done with brutal honesty, raw gaming opinions, and is completely self-made. Introducing the host of OptimusCode.net and ruler of the real gamer nation, the Lord of coding and software development, who always give lames the axe while dropping nothing but facts. <laughs> the last of a dying breed making his debut into the realm of the Lords. My man, Lord Optimus Code. How you doing, sir? Man, I'm doing good, man. You be killing it with these intros, man. Maybe you in Vegas somewhere before the fights, man. So you can Get the crowd hype, man. What's happening? How y'all doing? Doing fantastic, man. Appreciate you, bro. We've been talking about this for a while. Getting you in the realm. Some OG gaming talk is always welcome in the round table. So it is a pleasure to have you here, man. I appreciate it, man. You already know. And of course, we have the four horsemen of gaming, those usual suspects at the round table. My co-host with the co-most, my brother from another mother, the difficult game conqueror. And the how of the young wolf, my man, Lord Addict. How you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, playing some uh, Destiny before I got on the show. You got that Gambit in? You got that? Yeah, Gambit? yeah Gambit's fun. It's it's right. fun. I've been playing a lot of that Phantom Doctrine game too. Y'all, we gonna get into that on my turn. Woo! Thank you for telling me how to do Overwatch in that game. <laughs> you know what's funny? What's up? I, I'm probably about. 15 hours in the game, Jesus. and I think I've shot my gun twice. Yo, that, you know what's crazy? It's so stealth-oriented. and I, It's funny because I was going to tell Sav about it. Mm. He would love this game because it's XCOM, but it's really not. It's like stealth, right? It's more, you don't have mm -hmm. to kill. and It actually is to your benefit not to, you know what I'm saying, do all of the craziness. You know what I mean? But anyway, so that's all you've been playing? Yeah, that uh, just pretty much those two games. Uh, mm -hmm. I've been definitely... You know, pretty much. If I'm not doing that, I'm on. Uh, I'm on Twitter, uh, talking to people about the uh, Spider-Man downgrade. But we won't go into that. We are trolling. We are trolling. All right, and of course, we have our most technical gaming lord, the solo gamer who lives with the single-player selfish experience, and also the Sostradamus. Mr. Offline Profile Illuminati and Lord Patreon of the Iron Bank. My man, Lord Sovereign, how you doing, sir? I am doing fantastic. Great to mm. be here. Doing mm. good, man. Doing good, man. I've been playing a lot of stuff this week. Uh, we're going to get into paying our bills after everybody does their intros. I'm going to come back around and pay the no bills, doubt. make sure that our Patreon guys are taken care of. Um, so, see, what I've, I've been playing. Um, the PlayStation has been dormant, you know, and that, that, <laughs> this coming week, when it gets to shine, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's a certain so day that it's going yeah, to come yeah, out of dormancy. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's coming out of dormancy this week. I'm on no Xbox. Uh, I played some of that Gambit yesterday. That, that's crazy Ooh. fun. It's real. Wow. Wait, it's got Sob's approval? 
it's sure. got my approval. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fun mode. It keeps you running around like a madman. It's very mm -hmm. I like I enjoy it. Um, let me see. I played some Master Chief Collection. Got in there to see how the upgrades yeah, look. Yeah, that's, that looks that's crazy. That's my crazy. lord, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. And now that it's in Game Pass, all of a sudden you see the games being populated again. You can play. Mm -hmm. some we need to have a stream of us playing like the yeah. multiplayer or something. And I, yeah. I tell you something about going after you play Destiny for a little bit, and then you come Dude, back. To can't do that. Halo. Oh man, Halo. Yeah. Destiny Let's... helps you a little bit. Let's just say that. Destiny helps <laughs> I was getting You could tell they're both made by the same right. company. <laughs> You'd get thrashed? What? Oh, my God. Damn. That was getting this. Hang them high? Forget it, y'all. Remember Hang them yeah. high, son? Oh. That was my joint. Destroyed. I was getting murdered. So yeah, shout is, out to shout out to Mr. High who got bodied. Mr. High there. with the pistol. <laughs> who put us who got bodied there with, with the pistol. The pistol. High yeah. with the pistol or something else. Remember oh. me, High? Who did that yeah. for you? <laughs> I also uh, tried out the Batman Arkham Collection. They got its full, its uh, X upgrade. It, it's just prettier. Unfortunately, it's not running at 60, but it's still prettier. It's, it's most okay. nicer looking. Um, and on that Switch, man, I finally played the Messenger. Fantastic mm. throwback, Ninja Gaiden style, 16 slash 8 bit. Oh, yes. man. Yeah. Yes. I downloaded. I didn't get a chance to play. Oh, I didn't get to man. Play Look, it starts out 8 bit, like really simple. Then you mm. start getting more, like, more pop, more powers and like more maneuverability, and you really mm -hmm. feel like a ninja. And then it goes left. <laughs> in a oh, way yeah. you're like, oh, wait, really? Okay. Yeah, when oh. you go through that dimension and you go to the 16 bit 16 world. Bit yeah. Bit too. Yeah. It's yeah. Beautiful. It's funny. It's it's mm. it, it's kind of self-referential in a way. Like it it just makes fun of a lot of like gamey tropes. Really? Um, yeah, it's funny. It's, it's it has some comedy elements that are really cool. Um, and then the game that I mentioned to you um, privately is Into the Breach, man. Into the Breach. Into mm. the Breach came out. It it kind of landed like a thud mm -hmm. uh, when that one that in the the Nindies direct that one more thing because yes. if you're not a person, if you're not a person that paying attention to the the PC scene, you didn't realize that this game was sort of big at the beginning of the year in the PC mm -hmm. scene. It just it wasn't. So that one more thing kind of like if you don't know what it is, it's like oh okay whatever. Yeah, it's not those in the chat. He said he yeah, love it. He said yeah, he, that's into amazing. the breach. It mm -hmm. is RTS distilled down to its simplest form. It's not like XCOM where an XCOM like mm -hmm. a fight in XCOM could take like a half hour or whatever, like one battle. Like gotcha. this is distilled down to simple. Like mm. one board, it's mm. basically Pacific Rim. That's what it is. Like that's what you know, board is. You know, it's a, like a really good game that was I thought it was like overlooked that had that kind of fighting style. What's it that? was Massive Chalice. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I never played yes. Massive Chalice. Yes. On it. They, the game's hard, man. Yeah, it is yeah. hard as hell, man. Into the, into the breach, man. Into the breach. You playing on normal, you getting destroyed. Like okay, <laughs> you getting destroyed. <laughs> and I'm not the RTS guy, but I think mm. it, it's perfect for the Switch. Yeah, and it's. It's a great game. No doubt. And of course, we have the incredible Hulk of this, a.k.a. the excess gamer. Ooh. The Lord of Combat Sports was a man of his convictions, demands nothing less than that premium experience, and is the leader of the fraud alert movement. Ooh. Beloved. Lord King. How you doing, sir? 
We are doing fantastic today. We got one more week for an incredible fight. Uh, Sean Porter Woo. versus Danny Garcia. Woo. Combat talk will be, we'll be coming uh, back next Saturday. Oh, Woo. yeah, it's fight season now. Summertime is over. Bum season is done. So, <laughs> you know, tomato can land is over. We got the step up fights. We got dudes mixing it up. Yo, so you will have a, 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 a study prefer of um, combat talk. Going all the way through, I think every weekend from here until probably December, to be honest with you, with some big fights coming in December as well. They're trying mm -hmm. to get uh, Mikey Garcia versus Errol Spence, which I think is a massacre on paper, uh, to be honest with you. Um, but oh, I, I wanted to say one thing. I wanted to say if you're not following Lord Cognito's uh, Twitter, I think you should. If uh, you're looking at workout things, and you, like you go to the gym, you're looking around, you don't know really what to do. What you do is follow Lord Cognito's uh, Twitter. He posts every day what like body part that he's working on. I've been telling him this is where the fraud police is coming in. I'm calling fraud <laughs> on Lord Cognito, oh, Lord Cognito uh, today. Oh, yeah, he, he get hit with the fraud stamp. He thought it was coming for something else. It's coming for this. Um. The fraud stamp is going on Lord Cognito today because he posts, oh, calf, did my calf raises, ha-ha, and he out, right? But you got a, a lot of people that want to understand, like, how you did your calf breakdowns and stuff like that. They do actually look at you because when I do retweet it, it's so many retweets and likes on it that they want to know what you're doing with your curls, what you're doing with your back, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm calling Lord, I'm calling fraud on Lord Cognito on that. Um, uh, the fraud police is out here for you, dude. Well, I'm, I'm gonna get a little um, a little alert, a little alert, <laughs> a little police siren. Um, I'm gonna have that next weekend. Listen, um, I, I'm not gonna call too many of y'all out there because it was a whole crew of y'all that showed up on Destiny yesterday. Like, King, what's going on, blood? Hey, um, what I need is I need to join. Um, I'm not gonna shut y'all out. All right, y'all in. I got no problem with that. It's funny how y'all waited to when Gambit was on that just showed up. <laughs> Come on in. Clan wants you. The clan wants you. We take you. Um, but then we had certain people that don't normally play Destiny, Lord Sovereign Fraud, was in there I'll yesterday. Yeah, he, he gonna take that because we giving it to him. And he gonna take that fraud stamp. He shouted out. He came in. And listen, I really wasn't playing that board yesterday because I did it. And I did it at E3 with the new Supers. So when we was playing it with these old Supers, it felt kind of off like uh like eminem's album kamikaze it yeah. felt kind of off like listen listen i'm not hating on kamikaze because the <laughs> bar the bars are definitely there i don't think his production is there uh shout out jay fonzarelli um he was kind of like an old dude with his two-step off not j but m um <laughs> real real quick you know, so Sovereign got in there and they was mixing it up. Uh, same thing uh, to uh, his his brother. They 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 got in and they were working with the A team. Now he sees it kind of different when he's playing with us than he's when he's playing with the A team. I know Tack was shouting out mad, yo, do this and do that. I know yeah, he's like, what yeah. the hell is dude is crazy. And monkey, <laughs> these guys knew exactly what they were doing. It's funny because it was only out for like an like an hour, and these guys knew what to do. Strategy and everything. <laughs> Listen, um, I cannot wait for this week because is it our taking king? I truly believe so. Hmm. I truly but I love the direction yeah, where everything feel, is I'm going. It, it yes. feel like a wave. It do. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for all those people that was talking Destiny Dead talk, 
Um, go get the shovels, go back to your backyard, go <laughs> dig it up, and come right back in because we're here. Salute to Los Antonio in the chat, one of the newest members of IOP. Oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Told me he's like, Cog, I'm in, man. Let me know. And I'm like, okay, that's it. What's up? So, yeah, he said he didn't have a clan. Yeah, it's funny. Huh? Planet mm -hmm. Xbox is trying to get me to go on and play Destiny 2 on PlayStation. <laughs> well, I'm you know, because what it is, know, what it is, is it's free now. You know what I'm saying? No, Shut, it's so, because so frog, in the game. frog in the chat right now. What's up, man? Yeah. <laughs> it's because some of them don't even have um, an Xbox to play it on now. So they have to play it on PlayStation. And uh, Merc doesn't even have Destiny on Xbox anymore. So he has to play it on PlayStation. I'm like, I'm not playing it on PlayStation. It's not. Yeah, the controller sucks. The controller sucks. Oh my God. Anyway. You get this space. Until y'all you get your right, analogs. I'm not going there. I'm, I'm leaving. Until you get your analogs. I'm going there. I'm going to go there with it. The controller sucks. I you get your sorry. analogs together. Mm. Well, I will agree with Kick that I do. I prefer Sony's PlayStation controller DualShock for fighting games. Like that's when I love it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Play that yeah. The good thing I don't play fighting is at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And of course, we have the gaming ninja himself, the Shinobi, Lord Cognito, spreading that realness in the realm of the IOP. Not telling you what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. So for me, it's just been um, it's been Destiny Two. I did the um, the Gambit mode. I got like only two games, and I've been crazy busy. And shout out to Attic man, because like I said, we talked about it earlier. Phantom Doctrine, y'all. Like, if you got... Where's Death Sing? Is Death Sing in the chat? All you XCOM lovers, if you don't pick up this game, shout out to Creative Forge Studios, Good Shepherd Entertainment. That game, listen, a little rough around the edges graphically. I'm going to put that out there right now. You know what I'm saying? They had a budget, you know what I'm saying, that they wanted to most likely needed to have to go all the way with it. But it is up res to 4K. Mm. The game is really phenomenal, man. It's literally like XCOM... You know, Rainbow Six Siege and like a, a true old school spy game. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is just so much fun. And it, like like Attic said, you don't have to really fight. Like you 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 can get through situations, and it's crazy. Like it's basically set in the Cold War. You got agents. You like a little secret uh, agency trying to fill out like a whole a government conspiracy. You know, your agents could get made. You got to give them new identities, passports, and all that. Like the game is fire. It's con and the music is amazing. Like it sets the timepiece. You want some old, you know, Casablanca type joint? <laughs> Yo, let me let me let me ask Sovereign a question. Did you play Dandora Sovereign? Dandara, mm -hmm. no, I know I, it's. I kind of I know what it is, right? It's that funky like platformer, right? It is probably is in Game Pass right now. So anybody who has Game Pass, I uh, uh, please implore that you go and download this game. It's mm -hmm. a sixteen bit type of game, thirty two bit mm -hmm. type of game. Okay. Uh, it's it's it, perfect for the Switch. To be honest with you, I thought mm -hmm. it was a Switch title okay. only. But um, it's a young African American girl with superpowers, mm. and she wakes up in the oh, world. Oh, I see yeah. that one. Yes, yes. Yeah. Wait, the movement is only like diagonally or something like that. No, like it, it, the movement. Mm. You can go anywhere. You can go up, down, left, right. Anyway, it, it's multilateral. Right, shout um, out to uh, John Zelviagas. He's asking, uh, Dan, is it Dan Dara? We got to get the name from. Him. He's like, please, Dan Dara. Yeah. Is it yes. D A R A? Yes. All right, we got you. We got you, uh, Johan Zell. There you go. That, it mm -hmm. is 
probably one of the sleeper games. I'm surprised that it was in Game Pass. I saw it at um, Microsoft, uh, like uh, some of Indies. Game Pass, okay. yeah, and it's in Game Pass, and I and I, I automatically downloaded it. I just want I wanted to say it last week, and it, and it just slipped off my mind. But I started playing it again, Ooh. and I was like, y'all was talking about this other game, and I just really wanted to get that out there yeah. to everybody. Oh, like, wow. if you see me playing something on the low, it's that game. Yeah. Shout out to Frog. Frog said, yeah, he's cool. Oh, Chief. Um, yeah, Scum is good. We got shout out. We got Lord Snaldo on the RP YouTube channel. He got a, a whole preview of that about our gameplay. Please check that out if you want to check out Scum. That from those guys from Devolver Digital. Oh man, they out here. It's, real, it, it's realism. It's yeah, not it's realism. It's realism. Yeah, we saw we we had a chance. Me and King had a chance to sit with the devs, all type of stuff. You could do put it this way, you could do number one and number two in that game. Yeah, yeah for right. real. And, you, and you, you have to do number you one have and number two. You Yes, you have yeah. to. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, the last game for me was just like Soft, Master Chief Collection, dusted it off. It's so good to see. You know what I'm saying? And mm. it's that 4K60, that HDR looking crispy. Ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Kofi. I was putting him on because he didn't think he could have it until um afterwards. But I was like, nah, if you already had the old one, you're good ahead of schedule. So he was rocking that joint out. 200 so, yeah, gigs. No doubt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not a gig. But you can do intelligent delivery and break down the downloads for only the ones you want or the multiplayer you want, which is very cool. So shout out to Dan yeah, McCullough and Xbox. Hey, hey, well, four, it'll send me something. <laughs> no doubt. So, that game like the plague. So if you want to get into what you get into before we got uh, we get into code? Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. It, man. It's, it's that time of the month. To time. Take, care, take care of our Patreon subscribers, these wonderful people that help us do what we do. Uh, week in and week out, so we much appreciate it. Um, just a disclaimer to all: if those personal payments to my PayPal account have not arrived yet, <laughs> you can consider yourself out of the running. Irrelevant native, I'm talking to you, brother. <laughs> Listen, we, you know, Lawsaw has a greasy palm. <laughs> <laughs> he could be influenced on these wins, you know. He's the winning. Johnny Manziel of the pocket. <laughs> Continue, so. Continue. All right, so first of all, let me get these shout outs to all of our Patreon subscribers. So let's start out with Lord Whiskey himself. What? Thank you, sir. Member of yes, the Iron Lords. Lord Fireball. Fireball. Whiskey. Man. <laughs> Followed by the PlayStation Bra. Thank you, my brother. Oh, yes. Salute to the Bra, man. See you next year, brother. And yeah. then, of course, Lord Michael Lugo's in the chat Ooh, right now. Lord 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 Baby Shot Town, Illinois. Let's go. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And the Lord of Back Compat himself, Mr. Bill Stillwell. Ooh. Thank you so much. Yo, for thank the you support. for that modern warfare too, sir. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And our newest Patreon subscriber, Lord Ricky Moore. Thank you so Ooh. much, much no, appreciated you for supporting the movement, brother. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely, man. Thank mm -hmm. you for coming on. Um, and then of course, mm -hmm. our pal, our buddy, Lord the Relevant Native. Ow! <laughs> Thank you, my brother. Yeah, you hear everything right. support. We love you, man. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes, my PUBG dude. <laughs> mm -hmm. Lord Spoon Man, thank you so much for the support, my friend. Spoon. Thank you. Ah, <laughs> Spoon Man. Mm -hmm. Yo, you really think about it? That's pause worthy. Don't pause him like that. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I just thought about it right now. 
That's the homie. You know what you got? So. Follow my Lord Jay Fonz. Thank you, Ow! my brother. Oh, oh yes, my man. Fantastic content. If you don't listen to Fonz's content, you don't watch his content, go Facts. do that. Fonz's the intros to his video are the best. It's Yo, I love his music. It puts yeah. you in a place. It puts me in a place. Man. Yeah, he, he, his, his musicality is on point. His air is beautiful. Except <laughs> for that kamikaze. Jay. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Followed by the king of the stream team, Lord Snaldo himself. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. We appreciate all the help and support. Mm-hmm. Followed by Lord Cat Daddy Fat Stack. I think he's in the chat today. I think he must be on vacay because he's nah, a couple nah, he weeks up in, in a row. He, he up, up in here. No, no, he up in here. I saw him early up in the chat. He up in here. Cat oh, Daddy's Cat up in here. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. The Cole himself, Loaded Pixels. Thank oh, you, my That's my dude. Good to see him on Twitter. Absolutely, absolutely. There go cat. He like black, black, black. Followed by Lord Snail Killer himself, Diago Padras. He's back. I've seen him recently. Yes, thank sir. you, my brother. Mm-hmm. Then we have Lord Death Singer. Thank you for the support, my brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. Death, baby. Oh, that boy got a, if you like ESO, Elder Scrolls Online, man, yeah. you got a mean clan, yeah. boy. Yeah, it's clean. Yeah, it's so exclusive. Oh. They shut the door. Yeah, they shut the door. On the us. Room, and they told the dude, yo, lock the chat. Like, what? <laughs> hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, said lock the chat because I jumped in. I was like, what's up, Def? How y'all doing, guys? It was like, lock the chat. I said, what? No, <laughs> 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 uh, no. And of course, last but absolutely not least, our honored mm. guest today, Lord Optimus Cole. Oh, the Lord of Cole. Yes, yes. Right, you put some respect on that name. Thank you, my brother, for coming through. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here, and thank you for all the support you've given us from the very beginning. We much appreciate it from yes, all sir. of you guys. Yes. Thank sir. you. Thank you. So, Delilah, hold on a second, guys. Delilah, I got you. When I get on today, you're going to be on Destiny. I'm going to add you, just like I had everybody else, but we got to be on. See, because a lot of these dudes, they be adding from their phone. I'm not having that on my phone. I got too much alerts popping in from other stuff. So I'm going to jump in, see you physically there. It's like a real job. And not, not you know, it's a new job. You're coming in. I'm going to give you the application. You're going to sign the paperwork. We approve. We approve. You in. Don't worry. We got you, Delilah. <laughs> so we all, we all squared up. We ready to that. fraud these, uh, these women? Yeah, now let's just get into the business. Let's oh, get yeah. into the business. Let's go. <laughs> So real quick, let's get into these giveaways. Um, so we're going to start off with our $10 uh, gift card giveaway. And that first one goes to... We got, we got. Lord yes. Monkey Punch Michael Yo, Nugo. Oh, Yo, they think oh, it's a conspiracy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to Monkey Punch, man. What do you want? What do you got that to we got that ten dollar, that ten dollar gift card. No so doubt. Go up in the DMs, and I'll get you that as soon as possible. <laughs> yes, sir. DMs, as you heard. Yo, look at the emojis right now when you're talking. So. <laughs> All right, the twenty to twenty dollar gift card. Michael Lugo, thank you for that payment to that PayPal. My PayPal is Our $20 gift card goes to Lord Spoonman. I (laughs) (laughs) That's what's up. Shout out to Spoonman. That's my guy. 
Congratulations, man. I'll get you that info in your DM soon. And the winner of our ILP t-shirt. Oh, this is the big one. This is the big one. Yeah, it's the big one this week. There's no game game this month. There's no game this month. game this month. Feels like a lord. Who's going to feel like a lord today? Who's going to feel like a lord today? That will go to Lord Optimus Cole. Oh, 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 hold on. Now put that back in. Draw somebody else, man. Let somebody else. Oh, somebody else. Oh, oh, look at that. That's what's up. Thank you. Let me let me get Lord Cole. Wait, while we on that real quick, because mm-hmm. I hit King up for t-shirts. I'm like, man, you got t-shirts for the big guys? He said, man, I'm going to have you in a little bit. Right now, we got is like 2X. No. So t-shirt for everybody in the family. But- <laughs> oh, okay. No, <laughs> that, that, no. I told you we was up to 3X. I got that 3X. Yeah, see, see, and that was the thing because we, you know, I was keeping our chat on the low. (laughs) (laughs) That was our chat. (laughs) All right, so we got you. We're gonna reroll the thank you, Lord Cole. Reroll, reroll. Here we go. Let's go. So, the winner of the t shirt this week is month is. Lord J. Fong. Tell y'all more chances to win if y'all get in that Patreon, baby. That's that's what I get for trolling you, you right, J. Fong? You got to expand the pot. That's That's what's up. Native is cursing me right now. (laughs) DJ Singh, stay on your head, though. Lord Fraud with the (laughs) re-roll. Salute. That's what's up, man. Salute, guys. Again, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for your um, ongoing support. We really appreciate it. And let's do it, man. Let's, let's do, do it. it man. Let's get to it. So now we got into the Iron Bank and what the Lords have been playing. I want to start off with Lord Optimus Code, his video game system history, his journey as a software developer for over 30 years. And of course, what led him to creating the most dangerous vlog in Optimus Code. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, y'all gotta be safe out there. So, Lord, <laughs> let's start from the beginning, man. What? Let's start with some OG game talk. What were some of the first video game systems you had, and what got you in gaming? Well, actually, before we do that, real quick, just mm-hmm. real, real quick. Sure. King Intro, when he said we had a big fight coming up this week, mm-hmm. I thought he was talking about his Spider-Man God of War battle with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you oh, that's coming. That's coming. Yeah, as Listen, a matter of fact, Attic yesterday was like, I wonder what game King's gonna buy me. <laughs> Yo, you know, you know, it's funny. You know, it's funny. I believe Attic started that whole Spider-Man puddle nonsense. Um, <laughs> and, and I think if you trace the root source of the thing, it will go to his fraud account that it has only one. It has no post. Shout out to Shout out to Lord Kofi. Yeah, but listen, listen, listen. That'll be next month when them MPDs roll in, and he understands. Yeah, he understands exactly. See, the God of War dude is holding on with teeth and nails, teeth and nails. Oh, teeth and nails. You need to hold on. Listen, Spider Man is webbing that face. Web your mouth. Web your mouth. Web your mouth. Web your mouth. I don't know, man. The way them puddles were looking, that web. Yo. So let's talk from the beginning, but let's talk about the, those those game systems. What what kind of got you in? What were the first game systems you had? Uh, man, I'm just going to, well, like I told y'all before, I don't know who all been paying attention, but I'm 54 years old. So literally, Absolutely. the very 
first, like Pong literally was the very mm. first video game that That's I saw That's on the home console and I was hooked. Yes. Yeah, from day Talk one. That. From day one, everyone had that pong. That's what's up. Now, um, now as far as like um from a console, so you start, I'm assuming also you you that you went from there to arcade. Did you stay console? Like give me the genesis of that. Well, I seen it at a friend's house, and so mm -hmm. then I had to cut grass and do all <laughs> of this stuff to try to get one on my own. But then mm -hmm. while I was trying to build up my funds to get my own Atari. Mm -hmm. Course, I went to the arcades and then no that's so it was basically in the arcades until I got one at home. No doubt, baby. Everybody putting OG in the chat right now. Respect. That's what's yes, up. That's right. <laughs> no doubt. That's what's up, man. We appreciate that. So um now as far as like once you saved up and everything, then so like would you get the 2600? Like, what was the first from your bread, your money that you like this console's mine? Yeah, it was the twenty six. No doubt, no doubt. All right, and then from the eras on, on forward, like, uh, what was like some of the systems that you had, or from that point, you just kind of had everything. Yeah, I've always had everything. After that, there is, mm -hmm. yeah, I believe in gaming wherever the games are, and I refuse to restrict myself at all. Smart, smart. I, I, that's some OG. Too. I respect that, man. And like, I would say, I guess the question for you, because you had everything. Let me ask you a different question. Like, as far as like um the errors, like obviously we had the eight bit error, and yes, you know what I'm saying Sega Master System, you know mm -hmm. moving the sixteen bit, you know what I mean Turbo Genesis, Super Nintendo, you know which errors from back in the day do you consider like you know like hip hop we have the golden era. Yeah, what's, <laughs> what's the golden era for lower code? I want your perspective on that. The golden era of gaming for me. For you. Man, that's a tough one. Um, it's tough, right? Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, because obviously when I first started, when I got my first computer mm -hmm. is when it really opened up because they had stuff on a computer that I wouldn't even dreamed of on a console. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm going to have to go ahead and say probably that 16-bit was probably <laughs> the, oh, that's the golden up. era. Yeah. Yo, that was it for me too, man. 16-bit yes. was so special because you had a hungry Sega, you know, fresh off the mass system, let's call it an L, you know, as much as I'm a Sega kid, the mm -hmm. 10 NES was running these streets. NES was fantastic. And then to see them so aggressive with Genesis rights off, and oh, it was man. like a rebirth. And, you know, just see, and then, but at that same time that you're saying that 16 bit era, and I mm -hmm. know he mm -hmm. understands what I'm about to say. Go for it. We had that the 16 bit era, the, the graphics mm -hmm. weren't arcade perfect yet. Mm -hmm. Right, so we still had that mm -hmm. arcade element that you go overseer. Yes. So that's when a quarter meant something. That's when you had a pocket full of rockets. Those quarters <laughs> that you had right there, you, understand? you walked in to the arcade, you put your quarter up on that. You looked them in the eye when you put that quarter <laughs> up there, too. and you was like, I'm next, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's I tell, tell me about that experience, your arcade experience, because you're old mm. enough, just like me, to understand mm. that feeling walking in and, and hearing mm. bing, 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 <laughs> that feeling. You understand that? Bop, 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 bop. You understand? They don't got this here. They don't understand this. So it was, uh, it was a uh, on the, I live in a campus town, and it was mm. a, uh, arcade right on in the heart of campus mm. called Spaceport. Mm -hmm. and, um. I mean, it was packed, right? So you go there, mm -hmm. and I remember when they brought out Miss Pac-Man. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Legendary. 
for whatever reason, I was able to, let's say, uh, get there early. Mm-hmm. And so I learned a couple of the routes and I was going through doing my thing. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, right around seven to eight o'clock at night is when you really need to be there. Yeah. Went home, you know, did some stuff, came back to the arcade. The line was long, slammed my quarter on the thing, just like <laughs> said. And for whatever reason, man, I was just in a groove and I got to like, I don't know, like maybe 20 levels in off of that one life. Mm. Like the crowd was around me, and it was just talk about like, it. Ooh, talk about it. Yeah, and it was just like, man, people look at him like, man, what does this do? Because he, so when you live in a college town, mm-hmm. if you're from the town, they call you a townie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a clear difference between the kids that's here to go to school and the kids that's here because they live here. Right. And because of my background and my appearance, it was obvious that I was not a student. <laughs> so they were really stunned that a townie could get this far mm. in this game that required like all of this prowess and skill. And so it was just like the crowd was growing. I was really, I was like the underdog. Yep. And the crowd was growing. And basically that night is when I submitted myself and Miss Pac-Man and I put you could you could put in three letters for your initials. Yes. And yes. I put my three Talk letters in for my initials. And that stood there for like I don't know, like seven, eight months, man. I was tossing this pack, man. King, I'm glad you asked. Legendary. Because the thing about it, somebody's on, somebody's echoing right now. I don't know who's echoing. But uh, the thing, there we go. So the thing about it is what Lord Code is saying that is so true is like the arcade experience from not only the competitive two-player experience, then it's the one-player because you only had the three lives. So like Lil' Cody said, it's a display of skill to stay on, right? Mm-hmm. Just yep. to keep yeah. going and to be able to put your name and then that stay. That means you own that spot. Like when people came to that game, when it was booted up and they shows the the first thing that boots up, title screen and them high scores. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. Like, oh, who's that cog? Who's that? Like, And I know what you mean. Like when you talk about with the townies and all that stuff, that reference, because it's like, also, like where we from, I remember my first, uh, many people know, obviously, Lower Cognito, aka Shinobi. That's where it came from. Like, Shinobi was the game for me. And I've never remember, I'd always forget, like, King Go 167th. And there was a kid that, like, he played that game. And people, he was so good at Shinobi, like, people would crowd around him. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, at the end, like, he beat it and he put Dawn. I was like, yo, that's the Shinobi. Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get this nice. Like, it, it was, you know what I'm saying? Like, Cody Dawn. talking facts. Like, I was like, I will be the Shinobi Dawn. You know <laughs> Fantastic story, Cole. Oh, was, somebody in the chat mentioned um, uh, Dragon's Lair. Oh, yes, that's 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 just that's just Mr. Ha is is Dragon's Lair. See, we we all have each one of us all have a one game mm-hmm. that we are very 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 good at. Mm-hmm. Unbeknownst to Lord Cognito, <laughs> my game was Strider. Unbeknownst to him, and listen, little no secret, it's only just us and the 61 people watching that hit, need to hit them likes, right? <laughs> this, is, this is how I suck at Lil Cognito. Listen, listen, he went and he spent 79.50 yes. for his, his car trips. That was yes. what, it, what it was, it was 32 it was- meg. No, was that this? was the first eight, eight, eight mega cartridge for the Sega Genesis Strider. Home release, basically arcade perfect almost. Continue. I remember yes. that. Yeah. Yes. 
he put it in and he was like, oh, you know, he was gracious because he was the host and I was in the house. <laughs> and he passed me the controller. And with that one guy, I didn't die. And I ended his game. I said, all right, I'm going to go home now. I'll catch you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, Nicole, he, he violated a lot of principles that day. <laughs> and one thing you got to understand is when you, back in those days when you bought a game and you came back to the house, it was a single player game, showcasing your game. One Rule number one was you could not clown that man who purchased that game because that was his hard-earned money, even if it was yes. trash. You laughed after he left. Oh, man, that was trash. But whatever. What type of rules is this? Yeah, oh, no, 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 Those rules will get you hurt. Those rules will get you hurt. Those rules, if you violated those rules, Facts. you could get hurt. Turn the ponytail man that he brought over. He, he, he get hurt. You could, what it is, especially, you know what it is, Cole? Especially when you bought a new console and you bring it over your friend's house. Like, that's a problem. You're like, oh, let me show. And our friend brought over like a Jaguar and we was not <laughs> impressed. So we had to keep it together. And then when he left, we was oh, like, no. that was worse. Like, we just said 55 more. We wasn't about that life. But the thing with King violated the other rule, which is, again, which is the, your day one purchase. You let your yeah. friend play, but you don't finish his game. <laughs> never end never end a man's game on his day one purchase. So the only revenge I got on him was Neo Geo Fatal Fury. Salute to Andy Bogard and that cheesy elbow that I ran. I, I gotta I gotta I gotta wait. I gotta prefix this with this. It wasn't day one. I had brought this $250 cartridge. The cartridge, not the system. All right. And I'm in my house playing this game and I can't get past Two guys, yes. and the, the boss was there, and right. I'm telling Cognito, I said, this is hard as hell. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm ever going to get past this. Proceed, <laughs> Cognito. <laughs> I think my man Andy Bogard, and for those who don't know Fatal Fury, shout out to Fonz, because he had, I think he had a Fatal Fury uh, gamer pick one time. Is Terry Bogard, Andy Bogard, the brothers, and the one brother, and he just had this cheap move. It was like back forward, and it was an elbow. And you can literally cheese this move on all of the bosses. So literally, I got there and I was like, all right, let me try. And I just completely blazed the bosses. And he looked at me, he said, you know what? You got me back. You got <laughs> One move. And he ended the game. Credits coming up. I'm like, this brother here. <laughs> <laughs> Salute to Cole for taking us back, man. Fantastic. Thank fantastic. you. That was beautiful. Oh, man, you took us back right there. So, um, yeah, and then obviously the, you know, the era. So you said 16-bit era. Definitely agree with you. I agree with you for sure. So um, now I just want to talk about what you're known for, which is Lord Cole, the software developer. Like, as a fellow IT lord, I tried code, and I'm going to be honest with you, like, I found out quickly I wasn't built for that life. <laughs> so salute to you on that. So tell us about how you kind of transitioned into the career aspect. Well, I mean, Obviously, it was for video games. Like it, mm. uh, I was playing video games. It's what I loved. It's what I did. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "How? How do you do this? Like, what's the name of this job?" Mm. And back then, like programming wasn't as prevalent as it is now. It was rare to be a programmer. And so I started just looking around in EGM magazines and just trying to figure mm -hmm. out like, what is the name of this job? And eventually. I was put on the programming. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I started. I started on my own at first mm -hmm. and started getting better and better. Mm -hmm. Actually, there's a here's an interesting fun fact. Let's go. Um, <laughs> I really got into programming for video games. Mm -hmm. 
And I got together. Remember, I told you I'm at a college town. So I got together with a group of students and mm-hmm. we wanted to make a video game. Mm-hmm. And we how much of the story can I tell? So anyway, we ended up, <laughs> we ended up making the video game. But okay. I learned a lot of lessons in that. We went through issues with publishers and mm-hmm. um, different developer contracts. Mm-hmm. We really understand NDAs at the time. We made mm-hmm. our design document. We left mm-hmm. it with another company. They stole our idea. They made it wow. like almost exactly like ours. But they oh, they PUBG you? Fortnite? They did, yeah. They Fortnite you? I know the NDAs are effect. Can you can you say what the game was that they made? I'll are probably you... better not. Better not. <laughs> right. We'll keep you. We'll get you out of trouble. We'll get you out of trouble. Because yeah, I'm very curious to, to know who's running off of my mans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. They Fortnite in him. Oh, man. <laughs> so from that, though, we ended up getting a publisher way too late. We had lost our momentum. Mm-hmm. And we were still using sprites. We we had 3D sprites, but they were still sprites. And Quake had came out with the first polygon characters. So everybody was switching to polygon characters. Mm-hmm. We finally released the game like two years late. Mm-hmm. And um, so everybody, the team basically just split up. Time out. Time out. Time out. Optimus. Optimus. Uh-huh. You have at least 20 people that's watching, that's yelling out, say it, say the name, you can't leave us like that, and you got one person that just yelled out, get the strap. Yeah. And, and also, and Cat, Daddy, oh, the chat is lit. and Cat Daddy wants to ask also, like, what, can you ask if you were, like, formally schooled or self-taught in the, in the coding area arena as well? Both. So I started out on my mm-hmm. own, and then I went to school for it. Mm-hmm. But then nice. I didn't finish school for it um, mm-hmm. because I started working. Mm-hmm kept me in the workplace, offered me more and more money. Programming <laughs> is the type of thing where if you have a high aptitude for it, mm-hmm. you can pretty much do whatever you need to do. And it's like yeah. nothing can hold you back because it's, it's a display of skill. And if you understand it, mm-hmm. yeah, you can outcode people with five or six degrees. It don't matter if you have mm-hmm. the aptitude for it. I feel you, man. I feel you. So then kind of like after that experience, did that kind of transition you or sour you to the industry based on you know what i'm saying this game out there stealing y'all ideas and you know hold on, hold on. let me let me t- so it mm-hmm. did and i'm gonna tell y'all so mm-hmm. i'm gonna yeah. tell y'all as much as i can yeah, yeah, they're not letting it go they're not letting it go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the game they said at least out. say the type of game i'm sorry well it was it was so we was one of the first ones to do a third person with the camera over the shoulder game that was our design. Mm. nobody had done it yet mm. and so they in 3d setting with mm. a 3d sprite over the basically the third person view is what we had come up with mm. Put all of that in our design <laughs> it was epic again we gonna find out who this is before Gears of War. Okay. So what we was doing, we wanted the publisher, since we were so new, we didn't have any background in the gaming industry. We wanted to show the publishers that we really knew what we was talking about. So mm. we explained all of this stuff in our design document. Mm. And the game that ended up like stealing our idea, it was only three initials in the game. So the, 
The name of the game is boom, boom, boom. It's just three letters in the, in oh. the name. The first letter is an M, and the last letter is a K. Oh, oh wow. Oh. They stole our whole little rip. But we still, so here's the interesting story, though. That ain't even an interesting story. The interesting story is that once we saw that, like, they beat us to market, and it we, we took us a while to finish the game. We went from publisher to publisher. We finally got it published by uh, Bandai, I think, was who ended up publishing it. Mm. And so the team split up. Mm-hmm. And our one of our main texture guys, he was a kid, graduated from the university. Mm-hmm. His name was Shakai Wang. Mm. And he moved up to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, come up to Chicago. We need programmers. Because I had programmed all of the AI in our game. Mm. I was responsible for all of the AI, they patterns and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, we need programmers up here. They'll pay you good. Mm-hmm. But I did move up to Chicago because mm-hmm. I had a lot of ties here, mm-hmm. family, church, those types of things. Mm-hmm. And so he moved up to Chicago. I mean, he kept sending me emails. He kept calling me. They need an AI guy, so on and so forth. I didn't come. Mm-hmm. The name of the company that he went to go work for. Well, well, hold on one second. Let's go. The company ended up relocating to California. Okay. The name of the company was Bungie. And Whee! the game that they made was Halo. Stop! And I'm not kidding. And a lot of the AI patterns that you see in Halo was ideas that Shakai took from our game that wow. he brought to Bungie. And that's why they was trying to get me on board. Wow. Like God with the shield. If you look in our game, the name of our game is called Esoteria. Mm-hmm. And if you look in there, you'll see the enemies. You see the guy with the riot shields. Mm-hmm. They, they tried to work together in groups. They did coordinated attacks. Mm-hmm. It was like for us, if we could have got published, we really probably would have made a mark on the industry. But mm-hmm. we didn't know what we was doing. The business side of things is what yeah, messed us up. I hear you. I hear and then, of course, they went and made Destiny. So I hear y'all talk all this Destiny stuff. And like mm. Shakai is they head of art at Bungie. Mm. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if he still is, but like the last couple of years he was. Mm. And so he fell out of touch. Mm. So all y'all Destiny stories always make me think like, man, I should have went up to Chicago. Chicago, because that would have been you, man. Yeah, that would have yeah. been you. It's so crazy. Technically, I'm uh, I'm selfish right now. And can you can you echoing? I'm echoing. You, no, oh, I'm somebody echoing. was my bad. No, you good. You good. Technically, I'm selfish right now because if you would have went to Chicago, we wouldn't get this interview. So, selfishly <laughs> <Yeah, that's- laughs> <laughs> for the Lord, we love these stories. I, I, I'm gonna be selfish right now. Um, <laughs> and, and by the look of your outset in the back, you ain't hurting for cash. So, he's <laughs> <laughs> doing quite well, but he's doing quite well for yourself. Um, I don't, I don't know if you're pushing a Ferrari or something like that, because that's no, what you definitely no. would have been pushing with Bungie. But, um, <laughs> but I love so, the teddies in the back. Absolutely. Yo, this is so crazy because it's like, again, it just shows you, you know, how paths can change, you know what I'm saying? And just in tar- as far as the industry. So like, as far as like that AI, because that's one thing that we have to give Bungie a little credit. Like, you know, that their, their games are known, especially Halo, right? Those mm-hmm. games are known for fantastic. Yeah, that's what kind of set it up. Yo, shout out to Cat Daddy. See, we need reparations for this. <laughs> but, uh, yo, it's like, it's one of those things, like, now that you think about it, like, when you see, um, you know, these things, like, 
I know you said like maybe like you felt the way. What about your people? Like, are they still in the game? Are they like how what what are those guys up to? Oh yeah, I got uh yeah. So pretty much everybody on that team went out to do big things, was successful. Um nice. when our lead developer, he ended up working, he became the lead developer for THQ, I think. Ooh, oh, you dropped he did the incredible he did a bunch of licensed games so he did really well for himself one of our other guys our low level guy the low level guy was who would do everything in assembly and he worked with the uh because back then there were multiple 3d cards and everybody was fighting for that space to see who yes. was and back then it was 3d effects who was the yes. video card and so he was the guy that would just do all the low level stuff to get frame rate and resolution up to speed and he ended up going over to he's the lead developer for Rocket League, I think. But he's oh, done nice. like a lot of things. Then I've got quite a few people who work for Sony. They did like the Star Wars online. They did uh, a couple of people that worked with um, at Ed right now. Andy Chang, he did like Doom 2, this latest Doom, uh, not Doom 2, I'm sorry, Doom 3, this latest Doom. He works for Ed. So mm -hmm. a lot of their titles he does. And then I got a couple of people who work behind the scenes and producing. Nice. And we try to stay in touch like every two or three years. We might send email to a group chat or something. That's what's up, man. It's tremendous stories. This is crazy. And I know you I know you're doing fantastic right now. You're not hurting right now. But I want to ask you, like, if the right bag came across from a certain <laughs> publisher, a certain <laughs> dev, would Lord Cole be tempted? to get on into some maybe the triple a quadruple a space so i'm gonna answer that question honestly and the answer is no and it's not because of the uh mm -hmm. so it's not because i don't have the love for it but it's a long time ago with the development process mm -hmm. there's this thing called crunch time which basically means you have to put in all these hours mm, yep there's this deadline coming yep. up you gotta hit gold master and like mm -hmm. all of this stuff you have to do, and it requires a lot of effort from the development team. And I quickly realized, like you said, I'm not hurting. And I have been mm -hmm. blessed, you know, to achieve a certain amount of financial mm -hmm. success. But at the end of the day, why would I work 80 hours to get the same mm -hmm. money that I can get in 40 Preach. hours? Preach. Mm -hmm. And I'm I glad wish. you said that. I'm and glad so you said The that. game industry, the amount of overtime that's required. Mm. That's too much for me. So no, I'll stay where I'm at. <laughs> Listen, I feel, and I'm so glad you said that just from the standpoint, because a lot of gamers don't understand that crunch. I'm glad you said that when a game before it goes live, there's that window, right? And yeah, 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 it's yeah. go time. You your your life is that game and nothing but that game. And this it, it's a I don't say all experiences, all companies, it's a bad experience, but you know, I've heard the horror stories. Oh, yeah. I, I've seen some people would tell me and you know explain and break it down to me so you're just saying that actually brings it back to light and that's when i like i said i knew i wasn't built for that <laughs> but to hear you say it kind of validates that so that that's what's up man yeah it, it's it's rough so i would like to you know get the glory of having been on a triple a title let's go i don't want to put in the work to get that <laughs> 
Listen, it's real. It's whether you want to be successful or you, you know, I get it, man. I, I completely understand it. And if you're going to do better, you know, and you stay under the radar, you still, you all got that stress in your life. I'm with that, man. Yeah, absolutely. So last day I would ask Lord Cox, this is funny because, um, Pretty much when I came across your channel, you know what I'm saying? And actually, I should say channel, yep. your site. Let me get that correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. OptimistCode.net, you know what I'm saying? For those don't know, you know what I mean? You kind of like, you're doing things your own way, which I love. It's a unique spin. It's a unique take. It's hardcore. But you had something on there called <laughs> the Real Gamer Protocol. Because uh -oh. you know we all know there's levels to this gaming. You know what I'm saying? It was level. And Lord Cole broke it down so clean, y'all. So for those uninformed, let me just break it down. Let help, help me break it down. Now we got you said it's the casual, yeah. the hobbyist, the enthusiast, yeah. and the real gamer. Right. So break it down. We gotta know where some of these lords you might have to put some fraud alerts out there. King, there we go. Know, Let's get like, it. Break down the real gamer protocol, those four categories to let the people know. Well, basically, if you ask the question, mm -hmm. and it's a serious question, like, what is a gamer? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people will say, like, the hardcore gamer. And it's like, what does that mean to be a hardcore gamer? And they will say hardcore versus casuals. Mm -hmm. And for them, those are the two categories. But like I said in the video, this woman that I used to work with, she was a beast at Solitaire, which was a, a game you could get on a Windows PC. Yes. Anytime you bought a Windows PC, you would bought get it Solitaire. Yep. Right. Was it Minesweeper? What was that one? Minesweeper. <laughs> and she was hardcore at Solitaire. Like, mm -hmm. nobody was dedicated to that game the way that she was. So in that sense, she was hardcore, but we still wouldn't call her a gamer. Mm -hmm. And so this notion of the real gamer protocol is just, there are five rules that must all exist to be a real gamer. Ooh, that's him. If you don't have every one of those, you're not a real gamer. Mm. But then people still game. So what if you have two of the three or four to five, however you want to put it? Mm -hmm. Like, what am I then? Like, what's the classification? Mm -hmm. So that's where I came up with. You do have the casuals. Mm -hmm. Then you do have like the hobbyists. Mm -hmm. Then you have the enthusiasts, which are a little bit more serious than the hobbyists. And then you got the real gamers like Attic. That mm. one boy can game. He is a real game. <laughs> but see, I want to. I want to take Attic's points away from Attic. <laughs> I'm trying to fraud him because he ain't no. do his history. He ain't do the knowledge. Like he's supposed to go back to the joints. You know what I'm saying? To the to the golden era. So he's not <laughs> he about that. He's not about <laughs> that. Like so, can we take some fraud points from that? Or we he he's still a real gamer. No, he is a real gamer because it don't matter when you started. It's, no doubt. It ain't where you from. It's where you at. And he has all of the qualifications of a real gamer. No doubt. That's what's up, man. Attic, would you like to comment on your real gamer status? Or you you solidified? You comfortable? I don't need to comment on anything. <laughs> that's, that's, that's nice. That's nice that you would classify him as a real gamer. I will classify him as a hardcore casual. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, will say, I will say this. You know, when Attic is quiet, you know he's busy gaming. So why he's we gaming just, right he's, now. he's gaming right now. Right he's, now. He's, he's he's all that OG talk. It, it, it's whatever, King, because it's a fact that I beat more games than you. So, you know. <laughs> Yo, see, and this, this the, that's the thing that you think in your head that makes you, you know, great or something. I beat a game. I've played Are more we games about than games? you seen games. Hardcore so the, this, this is, all right. I'm going to let you get it out, right? 
And then I'm going to tell you. There's no getting out. It's fast. Did you get it out of your system? Did you beat God of War? No, it's garbage to me. I'm sorry. It doesn't hold my attention. I'm just like, no, I'm good with this. Go in there over here and get this map. Then go back to the same place to get this map. There's too much backtracking. Give me Tomb Raider. Get out of here with this bush and stuff. Throw that joint in the bushes, man. I got it, though. I mean, you I got, got it, it though. I tried. I tried. I tried. I tried. I tried. I got mad love for you. I got mad respect for your game and pedigree. Everybody got the right to their opinions, and everybody's not going to like everything. That is there certainly true. That is true. That is true. Lost your mind. Your attention. Listen, listen to this. Listen, I want you to understand this. I played all the other God Awards, beat them from beginning to end. Up and down, left and right. When they went to this perspective, okay, that's good for Gears of War. Okay, it's nice that you know you went this way with it. Cool. I'll get back to it when I get to it. Am I looking for Spider Man? Yeah, I'm looking that's for Spider Man. You can ask me if I finish Spider Man. Ask me that. But um, <laughs> this, you know, if if he if he wants to hold that over my head, saying, "Did you finish this? Did you finish Alex Kidd in Wonder World?" No, you didn't. <laughs> did you finish Keith Courage? No, Ooh, you didn't. So did, did you? Yo, I would start naming games, and then you'd start sitting there. Did let's, you finish Ninja Scroll? Did you finish? So then you're not a gamer then. If you didn't so, go so, back, okay, and you didn't go pay homage to Mecca. Let me get this straight. Go, get it out. I get it out of you. Eighteen bit games before I'm considered a game. Eighteen bit? So <laughs> we already know you're a fraud. You just said eighteen bit. It was well, real quick, real quick, real quick. Never mind. Somebody in the chat asked me for the five rules to the real gamer protocol. Yes. And the, um, really quick. So now you can't just look at this list and read it. You got to make sure that you get the mantra that goes with it. And the list goes, or the mantra is, while there is value in the things on the right. We value the things on the left more. So you're not mm -hmm. choosing one thing over the other. Mm -hmm. You just saying, I understand there's value in this thing, yes. but I have more value in the, the other one. So the five rules is you prefer gameplay over graphics. Mm -hmm. And what that means is we understand that there is value in graphics, but we prefer gameplay more. Mm -hmm. So that's the first one, gameplay over graphics. Okay. The okay. second one is you, you prefer diversity over lack of variety. Mm. Um, so like my son, any first person shooter to come out, he all over it. But if you try to get him to play like uh, Shovel Knight, he's like, oh, that's trash. Like he only plays one type of game and anything else he considers is not a game. A real gamer mm. plays multiple types of games. You might not like everything, but you're going to have more than one or two genres that you play. Talk that genre. Talk. Then the third rule to the real gamer protocol is you prefer incredible gaming experiences over platform loyalty. So I don't Woo! care if it's on Switch. I don't care if it's on Xbox, PlayStation, PC. Mm. Uh, it doesn't matter. Where the games are is where I am. Mm. And Yo, Optimus Coast is doing the Lord's work right now. And then the fourth rule to the real gamer protocol is real gamers prefer to form their own opinions over listening to reviewers and... Of review scores and now that's oh. not to say that again it's not to say that there is no value in those things because there mm -hmm. is it's mm -hmm. just that a real gamer will put more value in and get in their own opinions there are plenty of games Thank you. that the people have said that i shouldn't like and i love Preach. it there are Preach. plenty of games that the people said that i should love 
just didn't do it for me. Mm. That's that God of War that you're talking about right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, listen. I tell him about it. Let me tell you right now, you, you like you, you you preaching the Lord's work right now because you're gonna love, you're gonna love the pole clutching at the end of the show because you okay. literally you on the same way. That's crazy right there that you said that. Continue. And then the last one mm -hmm. is is quite simply, and it's really one of the most important ones. And again, that's why Attic is on his list because he got all four of them, and he really has this last. Nah, one. he don't got that other one. <laughs> <laughs> the OG stamped him. Why we gotta get to right, 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 You know, listen, I, I noticed that. I, know, hold on, I hold noticed on, that he's been steering his his boat towards Attic side of the water. I'm not gonna go for it. I'm gonna, 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 gonna do watch this. To you. The I wasn't gonna do this to you, but let's let's compare achievements. Let's compare games. Oh, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> You going on, you know, okay, also, let me tell you something. My old oh, no, name, listen, wait, 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 listen, no, 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 listen, oh, listen, no. Attic, Attic, before Attic, you do you that, <laughs> before you do that, I want Attic. you to ask Cognito this question. Uh -huh. What was my game, what was my game name before that? It was Melon Buster 1, right? Yes, that is true. He now, what same. happened you was, got was head listen, you got listen, 100% in battle. Listen, Ivan. I want you to listen, I want you to listen to this. My old uh, oh, account right. was Melon Buster 1. On Ooh. that account, I have 500 360 mm -hmm. games. Mm -hmm. I couldn't bring over those achievements that me and Mr. High worked so hard on fighting for He's because right. my, it was something wrong with my email account. Yeah, That's how I got King David. I had to yeah, he change was always my whole Melon thing. Everybody that knows, he was always Melon Buster 1. But we're not here for that. We got to no, get no, back. No, we got to get back. Out, but also, I, wanna, I also want to say, is my achievements from Neo Geo up there? <laughs> it's my achievements from Turbo Graphics up there. It's my achievements from GameCube up there. Take your fraud behind back in the bushes and play whatever you playing and shut up with your with your new age fake what? technology you have yourself. Just take yourself back to the bushes and let's get back to Optimus Cole. Oh, I'm sure you Optimus Cole. Let's go, Cole. Love that. Anyway. Go, you just done it. So finish, finish your last one. I'm sorry, bro. Oh, man, the, I might not be able to go on with all of this fusion. <laughs> you started it. You started it. You 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 sat there. You pushed me at him. So I got. I had to tear him up. I got to take him off of here because there's only one, and that's me. <laughs> Say, the words from the Lords and the Hawks. <laughs> the last rule, rule number five of the Real Gamer Protocol, is quite simply. Real gamers prefer legit gaming skills over game guides and cheap. Ooh, and nice. that's nice. pretty much it. Now, again, that's not to say that you won't ever use a guide. Mm -hmm. I think it's rare that you would ever use a cheat code, but mm -hmm. if it was rare, mm -hmm. so you may use a guide, but it's not to say that we don't use guides. We just say there's more value in gaming skills over gaming guides. So that's that's pretty much all five of it's the rules. Fantastic. What, what do you have to say about that, King? Oh my no, I, I like I like everything that he just said because this is what I tried to tell y'all a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Um, because I hear y'all say it a lot in the chat. Mm -hmm. Um, yo, go look at YouTube so y'all can see how to do this. Mm -hmm. Or I heard that this guy said that game was whack, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, I've I've told you plenty of times. I live my life through me. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't live my life through. I, that's why I can't sit there and watch you play a game because I don't care about what you're experiencing. Mm -hmm. That's the part you don't get into your head. That's mm -hmm. why I don't understand uh, Twitch. 
Because I can't watch another man play a game. I will go buy the game. I will experience it myself. I won't go to YouTube to figure out how to do something that somebody else figured out on his own. It's a different generation. It's at the yeah, end of the day, and this is why I let Attic be Attic. Do this, well, brother. Let me jump in right because I think I might have caused some confusion. Again, <laughs> it's not to say that we won't use game guys. and It's just saying that we prefer... Like a few weeks ago, y'all had Eric's on, and he really helped me with the division. Mm -hmm. I mean, he had Absolutely. the time to like mm -hmm. do a deep dive into like the new weapon sets and mm -hmm. all the gear. And I was like, okay, I see what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. Now I would take that though as a building block and go do the rest myself. Right. Mm -hmm. But there's only so many hours in a day, so there's nothing wrong with mm -hmm. you know supplementing or using different things to build your own knowledge. Right. What I mean is, you're not gonna go look for. I can't beat this boss. Let me go see how. You <laughs> yeah. And that generation, this generation has that. They actually have more access. In King's defense, they have more access to that. Whereas, with in our, in our generation, it was kind of like you had to either wait for the strategy guide for yeah. that to be released. Yeah. You had to either from solve no, like you had to call a hotline. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know yeah. that kind of thing. Thank God I was born later. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, young wolf. Or Remember this, there was even like literally modification devices, aka mm -hmm. AMGs, you know what I'm saying, that would allow you to do these cheap things and infinite lives and all this other stuff. So it, it's just different eras, you know what I'm saying? But it, 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 there is a stark, you know, a contrast to what's going on. But, but again, yo, I want to emphasize it don't mean we don't do it if there's no value in it, it just right. means we value the other things more. Because, right. I mean, truth being told. Like I'm playing Ori in a blind forest right now. Mm -hmm. and it's one thing to watch somebody get through a level, but that don't mean you can do it just because you've seen them do it. It's still yes. going to take. Yeah, people, uh, they true. can watch me uh, fight the the orphan on a uh, Bloodborne. Don't mean they're going to beat them themselves. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes down to it, man, like if people look up guys, that's their business. They paid for that game. Who am I to tell them they can't do that? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, who are you to tell somebody to throw God one in the bushes and you worrying about it? Oh, no, no, no. We I do mine in the bushes. We I do it. I purchased it. I do what I want to do. I throw it in the bushes, but I'm playing a Spider-Man though. So. It doesn't matter. God of War going to get me a free game, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> You're always about the free. You <laughs> should be Lord Mooch. Your name should be Lord Mooch. That's the already oh took. God. Shout out to Mooch. So we can go. <laughs> you beat Cuphead. Up. Come back and talk to me. I'm not beating Cuphead. I already told you. I threw that right in the bushes. When I couldn't get past that boy, I said, "Hi, Cuphead. Bye, Cuphead." We can can't keep it real. Yeah, so why don't you finish the raid though? I do finish the raid. I ain't see you. Check your completions. Check mine. Why don't you put that up? Why don't you put up my seventeen go into that because you ain't even beat a prestige raid yet. Let's sit down. We're not gonna go into that. Moving along. Last thing for Lord Lord because he got everybody all fired up today. This is fun. All right, so for the um. We gotta get you to the hard part, man. We challenge every get you know guess with this. You know I need Lord Code top five games or franchises of all time. In your opinion, man? I knew you was gonna ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's okay. go. Let me let me say something first. I need to put a little caveat in here all first because right. I'm gonna be. I don't like misinformation or misleading people. So let me be very clear. No doubt. Do everybody or does anybody know who Jackie Owens is or who uh, Jackie Owens was? I do yes. not. 
He was a track, he was a black track player. Right. Oh yeah. Player. He was a track runner, an Olympian back in the olden days. Mm-hmm. And what he did was he won the Olympics for the United States and he stood up there and he put the little black glove that right. represented yes. black power. Yes, yeah. yes. And the reason that that was important, it was vitally important because the world was fresh off of World War II and mm-hmm. the Germans were there with this whole master mm-hmm. race thing. Yes. And it was expected that the Germans, mm-hmm. just because they their purebred German mm-hmm. race, could beat the world at these sporting events. Mm-hmm. And when Jackie yeah. Owens beat I remember that him German, now. I just forgot the name. I apologize. Yeah, when he mm-hmm. beat that German, he changed the narrative for the entire world and he made opportunities and people started viewing black people and minorities mm-hmm. very differently than they had before because mm-hmm. you had to accept that not only can they be equal mm-hmm. they can be superior mm-hmm. and that was a big thing in the time that he lived in yeah it was iconic it was an iconic pose too. absolutely mm-hmm. so now if you look at uh track and field runners today mm-hmm. I think his time, I don't remember his time, Google knows, but whatever his time was, mm-hmm. the worst track and field runner today mm-hmm. will destroy the time that he had. Mm-hmm. They will all have better records than him right. as far as running the race that he ran and doing it in a shorter amount of time. Mm-hmm. Check the chat is saying Jesse Owens. Yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Jesse gotcha. Owens. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so while today's track and field runners, can be better than him, mm-hmm. they will never be greater than him mm. because his greatness set the standard and it changed the world. Yes. So even though they will have better times, they will never have the same impact. Well, they got better drugs now. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Wow. You hate on anything that's current, man. I'm checking you out. Listen, you know what it is? It's, it's the fact that they, they got better drugs now. I'm just not going to lie. Shout out to us, Continue. Continue educating us, Lord. Lord well, my, my point to that is. Is there are plenty of games that are out right now that are better than some of the games that I'm about to list, yes. but they will never be greater than because That's those cool. games change the world and the industry itself. Yes. That's what Attic needs so, to get. Number. <laughs> why are y'all on Attic, man? <laughs> we just love messing with the young wolf. It's fun. I'm in charge of the next guest. I'm making sure that dude's at least 25. <laughs> next week, you guys are not. <laughs> You know what's funny? You, you, you'll be in charge of the next guest, and this guest is actually giving you more props than any guest that we've ever had. Yes. So I think that no, you picked that 25-year-old. That 25-year-old going to roll with you, and it's going to hurt your feelings. <laughs> we got to get to the history, man. Come on, continue, Gloria. Go, continue. So, um, so number, so my five greatest franchises. Five greatest franchises. Iconic. Right, so That's number five will be, um, I'm just going to go ahead and say EA Sports. Woo! I really mean like that first That's Madden, like yes. Madden 22, that cool. first NBA line, or really that Larry Bird versus Oh, Larry versus Jordan versus Bird? Yeah, yeah, Jordan versus Bird. Yeah. No, it was like Magic versus Bird. 
in the NBA play playoffs. Oh, you talk about Lakers versus Celtics? Yeah. Now you're talking about sports too. Woo! <laughs> like, I'm go. going back to play what I was playing. Like, let's <laughs> go. Cool. That EASN era. The yes. EA cartridge oh, with the yellow tab. Yeah. Tell them about it. EA wow. Sports, that whole thing, I think, because they basically, especially from my hood, they... Yes. So I had a background that was, say, more street. <laughs> more <laughs> no doubt. We, know the, and, we know the history, OG. We know. And then the, uh, like, a lot of things that I did in my day life didn't match the things in my nightlife. <laughs> it was this uh, little weird mix. No, but no. that whole EA Sports mm-hmm. sort of made all of this other stuff not look so nerdy anymore. It's like, man, what's that? And so <laughs> EA Sports definitely, I think, would be five. number five. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, number four, mm-hmm. I would probably have to give it to, I'm going to go ahead and say Street Fighter. But when I say Street mm-hmm. Fighter, I mean, just that whole category of fighting games Absolutely. in the arcade two-player oh, competition. They're really like you all over the world. Like that whole thing, Killer Instinct, that whole thing that was started because of that. Yes, sir. Street Fighter is the yeah. That's the then number three, three would probably have to be Ocarina. Mm. Everybody um, got a Zelda. Yeah, Zelda is always on everyone's list. Yes, yeah. Number two, and I really is. I kind of want to put this one at number one, but I can't. But number two would probably be The Last of Us. Woo! Wow, um, because it did so much as well. Mm-hmm. But the number one, and it's really because of how it changed gaming completely. Like gaming. So there, do y'all remember that show called Lost that used to come on? Oh, yes, um, absolutely. Okay. So I was talking to a couple of guys that was way younger than me, and we were talking about Lost, and they, they were going to watch it on Netflix. And I was trying to let them know that the thing about you watching Lost and me watching Lost when it first came out is that you will not have the perspective of being able to see the world before it and mm-hmm. seeing the world after it. So you will not be able to appreciate how it changed the world mm-hmm. because you already living in a world that benefited from everything that Lost series did with Preach. TV and movies and media. Preach. And so the same job. thing is true with this next game that I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. The number one, the greatest game, in my opinion, Let's go. that changed the world had to be Super Mario 64. Because it is the one that showed you how to take everything that we used to do in 2D and how to do all of that in 3D and still make it as fun and accessible as it was in 2D. And once they showed that blueprint to all the developers, everybody took off. I used to speedrun that game with my friends who could beat it quicker. That changed the game, Cole. Like you, you're killing it right now. You, you, people don't realize how impactful that was because you just nailed it. Like it, they, it was the transition to the 3D space, and it was shown that it can be done. And yeah. I just remember the sensitivity of the analog on the 64 controller and rotating Mario in a 360 degree space. Yeah, and just and then remember, you would lightly touch it. He would he would kind of go slower. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yes. The precision, 
And that's excellent. Yeah, you want to get technical, the games that are uh, mm-hmm. that were made from Nintendo from that game, like Mario Galaxy, almost every game that they've they uh what's the word i'm looking for it's been like pretty much it's like successor have yeah. all scored above a nine on metacritic yeah. yeah that's the blueprint i i gotta give code that he nailed it man wow that's an intense lit i'm just having you got yes in there. but odyssey <laughs> but <Odyssey. laughs> no no man fantastic history lord code wow man i can just we keep talking for, for hours <laughs> like you've got it locked man we got to get into the show but um, I want to talk about last week's poll. The results are in. People have spoken to the question with the recently confirmed Xbox All Access financing plan, including the console, Xbox Live, and Game Pass announced by Microsoft. Do you think this can negatively affect gamers? The winner at 51% in a fairly convincing three-way ILP poll is the no. This is a consumer-friendly optioned group. Coming in at second at 25% with the shallows with I don't care where my exclusive games at. <laughs> and coming in at a razor close third place, but 24% of the vote was the yes, this targets young gamers and creates debt group. Oh, Shout out to all the lords who participated in the poll. Lord Cole, what do you think about Xbox uh, All Access? Oh, I'll go first, man. Let the panel go first. I've been talking for a long time. <laughs> no doubt. What does anyone on the panel think about uh, Xbox All Access? You think the, the, the Lord's got it right? Apparently, it's already starting to be beneficial. So, yeah, okay. No doubt. No doubt. All right, man. So we got that. We got a new uh, poll cooking up on the ILP Twitter. Stay tuned for the end of the show. Let's get into these topics. We got a lot to talk about. So, um, I want to shout out uh, actually a tech affiliate Brat podcast, and of course, I want to shout out uh, WCC Tech. Um, actually, for this breaking news we're about to get into, so uh, Red Dead Redemption is in the news, and um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this came to my attention recently. Apparently, there was a uh, 2018. There was uh, the GME conference. For those who don't know, the GME it's kind of like GameStop's little conference where they, the GameStop uh, crew goes out there. So um, one of the publishers, you know, they went out there and they got a chance to, um, I mean, the publisher for Red Dead, they went out there, they had a demo. Obviously, we've seen the, what is it, the kind of like five to six minute demo of Red Dead Redemption. The trailer was well received. But apparently these guys at this GameStop convention, they got a 20 minute demo. So um, basically one of the, the users out there, you know, pretty much one of them said, you know, very positive. Rest assured, this will be the greatest game ever made. However, there was a lot of mixed reviews at this, um, you know, the showing. So uh, I'm going to give you some comments that was said from the people who were in attendance. All right. One of the users, extended gameplay of what's already been shown. Almost put me to sleep. Game looks good, but they chose to show the first 20 minutes was very boring and not what you want to show people to get hyped about your game. Another user. You might as well have put lullaby music into that tra- trailer to accompany the narration. I fell asleep a few times during the demo. I was hoping he could he could shoot the horse to the nuts at some point. I thought it was kind of like like ridiculous when people say I fall asleep playing the game or something. Like, I do that to God of War all the time. Oh but they weren't. Even, I don't know, I'm, I'm assuming they were watching this demo as opposed to playing it. One other user. This looked like Rockstar Equestrian Simulator 2K19. <laughs> <laughs> also, the guy talking was boring as bleep. It was very anticlimactic. Oh, I have a big surprise for you. And then a Red Dead splash screen commenced. I commenced yawning. He said, it start, once st- stuff started happening, it was a little better. 
but the presentation did nothing for me. Another guy said, beautiful game, but mostly what I saw was a horse riding simulator. You know what I'm saying? Um, people, I fell asleep, fell asleep, fell asleep, and my ass was hurting all through the city. So yeah, like this was, this was, a, this is a lot of people, and I can go on with that. And then obviously, it wasn't all the people. You know, some people said, look, you know, you got to take it into context. You know, it was like a long day. You know, this was the last demo of the day, and maybe some people were fatigued. You know, and maybe it wasn't the best uh, demo to show. But um, you know, some people said, hey, you know, it looked good. There was a shootout after a bank heist. He saw 15 minutes of um, some meandering, some rock star playing, but he said the shootout looked different. The bank heist was paced, uh, uh, just slowly paced, but it sold the demo and he was sold. So based on this information and what we've heard, I want to start off with Lord Sav. Because no, I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> he is the resident, let's be real, the rest of the Lords of Red Dead Redemption frauds here, and he is the yeah. true Red Dead Redemption guy, Lord on the panel. So, Lorisar, with these reports coming out, does this concern you in any way? Not, in in the, not even a little bit. Listen, the thing about Red Dead, what, what they've talked about, what they want to start going to tell Sovereign to drink that Kool-Aid. He's like, fine, that's fine. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it's, a, it's an open You're gonna world You're going to have in that stuff, man. It's an <laughs> open world game that's attempting to do interaction and immersion like no other game before it like there's mm -hmm. gonna be boring stuff look at look at shenmue right we just mm -hmm. got shenmue back right mm -hmm. and what you remember about shenmue is that the day-to-day -day stuff that you do that we thought is cool which is cool the fact yeah. that you can do menial tasks mm -hmm. that stuff is boring like it, mm -hmm. it's a hard it's hard to gamify that stuff so right. yeah do i agree that it was probably not the best idea to give them a, a demo of how the horses you know nuts sway left <laughs> and right and like whatever no yeah it's, it was probably not the best thing to do that mm -hmm. said that isn't something that they're forcing you to interact with in that but game but i feel like, that like, like an final gta though but GTA is different. See, the thing about Red Dead, as a no, but as opposed to GTA, GTA's open world is more over the top. It's always been. Red Dead is more grounded. It, it mm -hmm. you know, regardless of what you, if you like Western stuff or not, the world is more grounded. It's not GTA. Mm -hmm. GTA is very overtly action oriented. Where this is one of those like some of my best moments in Red Dead Redemption, and this is not everybody, right? Everybody, mm -hmm. some people like to play games like action games. For me, some of my favorite moments in Red Dead were just chilling out in the desert, like looking at the sunset and being like, wow, they did this. Like that mm -hmm. for me, that was like, wow, I, I can't mm -hmm. believe they're doing this in the game. And mm -hmm. the same goes for this. They're just trying to expand upon it. It's not for everybody. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you need to show a demo that's going to show the gamified aspects of the game that people are going to get excited about. Not mm -hmm. everybody's going to get excited about how the horse moves or how realistic the horse <laughs> looks. You know, you know what you sound like, like right now, Sovereign? You know what you sound like? Fire eating beans. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah that's, you know what you sound like right now, Sovereign? You sound like these uh, people defending Spider-Man right now. Don't try to fraud on Spider-Man because it's about to win. Shut up. And I think it speaks volumes. Look, and I, I don't want to make generalizations about GameStop employees. GameStop employees. I would not. They're not what I would. The source is and, 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 I, and I'm making generalizations well, I, here. I realize that. Out of curiosity, where was this like a meeting or was this it is like, the GME conference? So basically, oh, it's no, like, see, when it comes to the GMs, I've never met a GM that wasn't a foreigner. No, no, it's not a GM. It's just like GameStop employees. Right? They 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 have privy access yeah. to this conference that's kind of like their mini 
I guess you want to say like an E3 what? where they get to see a lot of the games behind the scenes. I know. Remember, they got to advertise and promote these games as well. Yeah, I know the where game- Sovereign's going with this because, mm-hmm. like, uh, you go in a GameStop and there's a lot of them that don't even know what they're talking about, it, not even remotely. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to these conferences, the people that go to these conferences that work at GameStop, they're informed. Right. Those tend to be the higher level, the managers of a store. Right. Mm-hmm. Those type of guys tend to be there. You know what I'm saying? I'm, again, but I, I understand. So I, I think I'll let you finish. I, I get that. They're probably mm-hmm. high, They're better informed gamers. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I think they're so far ingrained in that GameStop. So they, mm-hmm. they're drinking the GameStop juice so much that it, <laughs> it, it doesn't. I don't know. It just feels like, again, like if you if you look at the negative comments about this stuff is that mm-hmm. they they showed some a boring aspect of the game. Right. That, that they they wanted to see gameplay. Listen, right. if I'm getting shown a demo of a game that's only been shown once, yeah, I want to see action. Like I would have felt right. the same way. But mm-hmm. much like uh, it's an aspect of the game that you don't have to interact with. If you but don't I mean, care to at see the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's not like GameStop demanded that one. They were sent that by by yeah, Take would- Two. So like that's Take right. Two's fault. Right. Well, yeah, absolutely. It, yeah. it, I, I do not think it was a, a great. Don't do that. Like put out a video like they, they did do with some Xbox promotion right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> like, do, that that doesn't make any sense that they would do that. Show the action part. Show what people want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not something that everybody's going to be attracted to. It's just not. Mm-hmm. So for me personally, mm-hmm. like I mentioned with the real gamer protocol, I don't care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. A set of people that just seen a 20 minute demo. It's like mm-hmm. you didn't play it, you just watched it, and you have the right to your opinion, mm-hmm. but there's nothing that they can say based on watching a 20 minute mm-hmm. demo that will make me lose or gain interest in the okay. game. Look, at the end of the day, Sovereign and his code of Red Dead followers, <laughs> they're gonna buy this game if this game comes out. It's only 20 minutes long of a cutscene. They're still buying this game. So <laughs> you're damn right. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, Attic, does this influence you in any way? Because are you, I don't take knowing you to be a Red Dead guy, but I just want to like know based on this, does this influence you in any direction? Red Dead being compared to Red Dead 2, it's going to be a good game. But okay. people are trying to compare this to GTA 5 like it's going to do better. That's not it. And I'm just like, look, like GTA Five is phenomenal. It's probably mm-hmm. never gonna happen again. It, it it may be a better game in terms of the tech and what they're trying to do in the world. And it, it may be a more immersive game. I don't think it has. I think it's gonna be a more immersive. Oh. I, Yo, I think it's gonna be a lot more immersive. Boss said, "Red Dead trailer was so boring. People out here talk about the horse nut physics." In the <laughs> 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 oh, the boss coming for his funny title of the gentleman. But at, at the end of the day, I think Red Dead's still gonna be good. I think it's. Uh, I still think. I don't know when it comes to like game of the year. Like, if this would have came out in a different year, I feel like it would have been like automatic game of the year. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when you have uh, games like you know, God of War out. I don't know if it's going to be able to take it from that. Uh, that's like the only game because Red Dead is going to get a lot of clout just because it's Red Dead. Mm-hmm. No, so, I hear what you're saying. I want to, I want to shout out Lord Nate. I, I am sitting in the chat, Lord Nate. I'll just let people speak. Yeah, he said real talk. You know, he was a GameStop. At, he worked at GameStop for a month. He said the store manager wasn't even a gamer. Yeah. He said we used to get people coming back mad about his suggestions because he didn't know anything. <laughs> Yeah. Shout out to you. I did see your comment, man. I, I've I mean, heard I'm that. Sure, I, I'm sure there is a lot of cases where, you know, they, they do 
exporting and hire people from outside the company because it's easier to run a store. You don't necessarily need to know anything. I'm sure the people that run grocery stores have no clue of Thank you. anything that's, about that. Yeah, that's how I feel with GameStop. I don't go in there looking for pertinent information but on the all, next video game. All I know is like, you know, been to a lot of GameStops and for the most part, like when it comes to the management a lot of them are more informed about games than anyone else in that mm. GameStop. Like, sure, mm. they got certain employees. They, especially around the, you know, the seasonal hiring, mm. almost none of them people know what they talk. About. Oh, yeah. <laughs> man, that's a good point. Shout out to, shout out to Kai Matsu for letting me know about that too. Like, yeah, the seasonal hiring for that rush. You, you, sometimes it's some questionable characters telling you what to get and stuff during that time. So yeah, I, I hear what you say. I want the all games are poison. Yeah, it, it's it, it is what it is. Um. If anything, that that's not GameStop's fault. That's Take Two for giving a bad example of their game. I mean, this is the first time people got hands on of their game. There's no excuse for that. This is this is Rockstar we're talking about. And Take Two, you mean to tell me they didn't think that was a good idea? Yeah, I just think you know. At the same time, I I say this. Look, these guys have been working on this game for like. 10 years, damn near 10 years. Like, you know what? Let them show off what they want to show off. I have to say, let them be proud of whatever aspect of the game they're super proud of. Like, again, maybe not the right audience for it. Maybe you, you'd rather have, like, game journalists in there and show them that sort of stuff and they react right. differently to it. I prefer no game journalists either. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. That daddy, that was, that, that's, that's kind of crazy, Cat Daddy. I'm not going to say it here, but that's kind of crazy. <laughs> Jeff Clutch, this is blueberry. All right, is a blueberry no. mix. Yeah. Yo, shout out. Oh, yeah, shout out, shout out to Dino in chat, too. I'll be clan. So, um, yeah, man, King, man, let me, I need you to go on this, man, before we move on. Well, uh, I, I, let me see. Just all right, for the same reasons that they said that they didn't like the, the demo. All mm-hmm. right, and remember again, this is a demo. Yes. So they wanted to show you the blade, the blades of grass swaying. I'm pretty sure they wanted to show you the fire physics. They wanted to show you the AI interacting, like horseback riding simulator. Yeah, I, listen, I understand that whole thing, but the main objective to the game, most of the time, from traveling point to point A to point B, you're going to be on a horse. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, so of course you want the horse physics to look right. Didn't we play Last Guardian or whatever that game was? Uh, what was that? That, that you was on. A horse for for the playstation um and, and didn't yeah. y'all say that shadow the, the, the yeah, the colossus same same little stupid you mean genre. a horse that's on rails right mm-hmm. but but <laughs> if you went from the first time that they did the horse to the remake everybody mm-hmm. was talking about the hair physics mm-hmm. how he moved how uh he swayed from left to right these guys, from what I've seen, and this is the first time that I've seen this, actually put scrotums for a horse in the game. Okay? So I don't know how many games that did that. And this is just giving you a telling sign of the game. If you went down to that minute detail to show that, this game is going to be phenomenal because they're going to tell you that every part of the game is going to get that same attention of detail. So if you want that type of game, if that game is calling to you, you can go no further. It is going to be the greatest game for you. For me, it's not for me. But like I, w- I want to speak real quick to what King just said because go for it. Go for it. Go. At, a, at a higher level of abstraction. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's the pedigree that Rockstar has. Like they mm-hmm. automatically get an instant pass from me. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, they've done too much right for me to think that they just going to mess up. 
Okay. And then the next thing that that is really attracting me to the title mm -hmm. is because of their gaming pedigree, mm -hmm. and this is their first true next gen title. I mm -hmm. don't see them messing that up at all. Like GTA was previous generation. Look, this is the actual first next gen right. title from Rockstar. Look, at the end of the day, there's more Red Dead cult members out there than there is certain populations in the country. So, oh like, my God. <laughs> they're still going to sell well. This isn't going to affect the overall. You know, it might adjust sales by like a couple. But what what Cold is saying, what Cold is saying is true. Every a Rockstar release is an event and it's an event because mm -hmm. they make it that way they make mm -hmm. it that way because they make sure they're not like they're not like and uh, anchor's gonna kill me they're not, they're, they're not, not like bethesda. bethesda they're not bethesda that goes into a hole and comes back out you know yeah. six years later with a game that's just similar to the last one oh, they go shots. they uh, yeah, hey i love fallout 4 but it, mm -hmm. it wasn't fallout much 4 is trash Oh, we'll get into we'll get into that with the cyberpunk topic. But, but um, you know, they come out and you know they're going they're pushing the tech forward, they're pushing AI forward, they're pushing interactivity in the world forward. You know you're gonna see things that you haven't really seen before. At least them, you know they're gonna attempt it, regardless right. of whether they fail or not. Right. Um, and that's what's exciting for me about any rock star release, like mm -hmm. any rock star release. So mm -hmm. Listen, it may not be for everybody. It's <laughs> yeah. for me. It's listen, for me. <laughs> I feel you, so I'll ride with it. I'll finish this thing off. Um, yeah, man. Listen, I mean, when I first, I'm not gonna fry. I was, I was die laughing. I hit attic last night. I was like, yo, what? <laughs> what's going on out here? Like, you know, and I go front part of this was funny. I know this is Sam's heart. So I, I had, had to like, redo a whole thumbnail for this. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> I, I thought it was. I hit up cold late last night too. I said, look, it's a last minute edition, man. We got to add this one. We got to talk about it at the round table. But look, in context, it's a twenty. It's an extended version of that six minute thing. It's one mission. I'm not going to go crazy. I thought it was funny, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, also to give context also for the people who were there, there were many positive people. So it, was, it wasn't like all bad. Like, there were people that said, look, man, I thought it was a game of the year intent, a game of the year contender. There were people who said, you know, that, listen, this is the people who are speaking negative are the vocal minority. This is a guy that was there. He says, the murmurs and talk of how amazing it looks far outweigh the few people who are voicing negative opinions. They showed off graphics, a robbery. They said it looks gorgeous. The physics were amazing. They said it's easily going to compete with God of War. And he said, I also see Spider-Man to King's Happiness making the list as well. And that was shout out to Black Static. For me. I believe he was on Reddit that actually said that. So, Listen, at the end of the day, if you love Red Dead, you're going to continue to love Red Dead. I agree with Lord Code. You know, their pedigree is enough to say, listen, I ain't going to get too crazy about this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, let's wait for final release. Let's wait as things get closed and more information comes out. But that's all I have on this topic. We're going to move on. Lord Saw, cyberpunk business. What's going on? Yeah, so this past week we finally got the the gameplay reveal that everybody had seen, that some people had seen at uh at E3 and at Gamescom. Uh, everybody got to finally see it. Um, I just want to know what you guys thought about it. Did you were you overwhelmed, underwhelmed? Was it exactly what you expected? And beyond that, if you thought it was next level, if it was something really special, do you think that? Other Western RPG developers have something to, to worry about with them. Does Bethesda have to look at what they're doing and be like, you know what, we've got to step up our game. 
does Obsidian <laughs> need to step up their game? Does mm-hmm. does you know EA and Bioware need to step up their game? And what do they need? Mm-hmm. To do? No doubt. Okay. Lord, all right. So Lord Attic, you want to jump in? Yeah, I I'll be the, <laughs> the first to say I wasn't on the cyberpunk stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they made one game and people acting like they the gods gift to game, but. <laughs> But after that gameplay, man, I'm officially on the hype train. Yeah, let's go. Uh, uh, I, I'm for Team 77 right now. So it is what it is, man. Like they, they took – first off, I'm a huge fan of DXX, and that is like how the game should have been. Yeah. Uh, you saw – you know, obviously the, the game's not going to look like that on launch with consoles probably. That's probably more of a PC build, but I guarantee we won't get much less. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, from what they were doing, you know, they were having to where you could capture people and, like, splice into their network and deactivate mm-hmm. everything. If you like, that's what I'm about. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I'm a stealth person. It seems like that game is like they're going to, like, I always felt like stealth games that try to make, a, you know, two approaches. You can do stealth or you can do just straight up going in there with guns blazing. Mm-hmm. I always felt like most of them always had the guns blazing higher than the stealth it just encourage you to be stealthy yes but this game feels like they have both on both sides equal like you Mm. can either take which one and you won't be affected by either all right and i want to ask this because cash daddy actually stealing my point that i was going to mention when it got to me but i'm gonna mention it to y'all he basically said because there's a lot i've never played the first one so i wanted to a lot of people are mad from what i understand that it's not it's doing first person so, you know, shout out to Cat. He was like, Look, yeah, motion sickness, you know, he's going to be disappointed. Like, does for you guys that have played it, you know, the, the original, like, does this transition to third person? I mean, well, you know, to first person bother you guys? It's no original. This is the first one. Uh, Cyberpunk, uh, mm-hmm. the first Cyberpunk was actually a pen and paper. They're, they're talking about The Witcher. RPG. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I guess the comparison was The Witcher, right? Yeah, yeah. So, The Witcher, mm-hmm. I guess a lot of people expected this game to be third person since The Witcher was, was third person. Right, right. Their, their, their reasoning for doing it first person is they wanted to create a, a, a like a higher level of immersion by having you see through the eyes of the protagonist. So, I, mm-hmm. I understand that. And I think that is. I think it's true in that respect. They want you to feel like you're ingrained in this world differently than with The Witcher, because with The Witcher, um, mm. it's you're Geralt, right? So you're living mm. through Geralt. It's Geralt's story. Here, mm. you are you. creating your character. You are yes. creating your character. There is mm-hmm. certain archetypes, to, but it is you. So I understand mm-hmm. that first-person perspective. In terms of, like, I know Cat Daddy mentioned, like motion sickness. Mm-hmm. I know they have motion blur things in effect where mm-hmm. it kind of limits that for people. I, I hope they do something to kind of stave that off. But yeah, or he can take a pill and just play the game. <laughs> oh my! I'm sorry, that's king. Like you know, like once the people that didn't like first person that played The Witcher. I mean, third person that played The Witcher. I mean, you can, if you don't want to play this game because it's first person, guess what, Cat Daddy. Don't play it. No, if he's talking about actual motion sickness. Like motion sickness. No, no, sickness. I see a lot of people that, that don't want to play this game because it's first person. Like, I get it. The, mm-hmm. the, this whole generation, third person, has dominated. Right. But maybe we need that push that someone like a competent developer, mm-hmm. like, the, the, uh, you know, this uh, Project Red, making mm-hmm. a first person to push the whole genre <laughs> forward. Still popping here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I mean, I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. I mean, I'm mean, not saying you're wrong, but like, they actually, it's, it's an interesting subject because they spoke to um, the CD Project Red about this, and they said he, they, they are aware that many fans, they're not fans of it 
being in the first person perspective, but he kind of he stood on his square and he was just like he's if he feels it's a small number of people, you know, obviously we can't play for a variety of reasons, but he's doubling down and saying that look, man, they're gonna continue to leave it this way. You know what I'm saying? They're not going Get to change. Yeah. So literally that I mean they just had that conversation. Um I'll jump in. Man, like I, I got a chance to finally it's 48 out, you know, 48 out, 48 minute demo. Um looked amazing. I mean, this thing, regardless, like whatever this thing turns out to be, this is built for me. You got sci-fi, you got cybernetics, the future. But is it on the switch? It switch a blow up trying to do it. So um the, whole, the thing that the thing that got me, Lord Cold, and the thing that got me, Lord Soft, is the cities. Like yeah. just that density, right? Because you had all the people. Like to me, you know what it is, King. It felt like from the way they did the city, felt like the evolution of Shenmue. Like they yeah. had people crossing the street. It was. It's it was so not all of that that y'all are talking about. It's JSX <laughs> uh -oh. mixed with Fallout. Uh, GTA. So with with GTA World, mm. I mean it's a mashup, just like just yeah. like Optimus Cole said. This mm. games that came before that that left the blueprint, right? Yeah. But and I'm pretty sure all these people that's all tripping all over this, yo, they losing their mind. They probably didn't play Fallout. They mm. probably didn't play Dead Sex, which is a phenomenal game. Right. Um. Yeah. And yeah. I mean. Go and oh, play I know those games. A lot of people didn't even buy the XX. It, it's exactly. Really bad. And, and, right. and that game is already in the store. It's yeah. already there. I watch. Mm. I, I'm not gonna do two hours. I'm mm. to hell with that. I'm not mm. doing that. Mm. But I sat there and I watched probably 15, 20 minutes of it. Got a gist of it, and, yeah. and I'm gonna buy the game. Yeah. Because Are you gonna beat the game? That's the question. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? <laughs> the, the, the crazy wow. part about it is, is from a day-to-day -day basis, and I, I love the fact that you're concerned with what I beat. Look how um, easy I could derail and, you and, off the top. I'm going to look at you and stay paused. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, if I beat it, I'll send you a memo. If I don't, I'll send you a memo. But okay, you, as long as I get the memo, that's you fine. just make sure that you're able to get the game to play the game. I'll have the game. <laughs> Shout out to Funky Punchy saying, "Yeah, I'm definitely gonna rock." Shout out to DJ saying, "You said, oh my god, referencing Shimu again, bushes." <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you, you gonna put some respect on Shimu name, saying, "Yeah, oh, you don't have to. I give you, you permission." Gonna, Put some respect, because if it wasn't for Shenmue, y'all wouldn't be seeing all of this level of city interactivity. Yeah, and, and, that's and cool. It should have stayed and, in and, the past where the bushes. Well, are. you wouldn't have it if it wasn't no past. <laughs> he still put it in the past with the bushes. <laughs> it you used to be in the past bushes. It didn't need to come in the future. I don't do the history, but like I would say, you know, I'm very excited about it, man. This thing, it really is, to me, I, King. I hear you. I'm not saying it's doing something never been done before. Yeah, I'm not so saying nice. that. What I'm saying is there's certain games that come along, and Breath of the Wild is one of them, where I consider it a marriage of all these great systems, you know what I'm saying, from other games that just make this game really yeah. dope. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes That's all it takes is a company doing features that another company did yeah. correctly. Yeah. And, and correctly and polished. And the and thing is it's a and elevated. It's a I mean, multitude if, of things. There's no loading. And the thing that got me is, and we're going to get into that on in the next topic when I talk about Anthem, is they got the dialogue choices that mm -hmm. affect how the game goes. Like, 
for instance, I, I, the one thing that's my wave, you know what I mean? So I'm in continue at it. The one thing I, I want to point out mm -hmm. is, you know, a lot of these first person besides day XX, like the main character doesn't have a voice. Right. Right. And like this should like, obviously yeah, I saw I like the chick version. Yeah. Like, like it made it seem mm -hmm. like they put a lot of time mm -hmm. in dialogue. And mm -hmm. if you, you can make this, you can make the worst game mm -hmm. average if it has a good dialogue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Preach. you know, Preach when it comes to the Witcher, if you look at the Witcher and its entity, like it mm. didn't do a whole lot of things new, but it did it correctly. Yes. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Two cops in the chat. I gotta get that real quick. Jonathan B, stop it. Shitwood Rise influenced every game ever. <laughs> you gotta stop. No man, Rise influenced Shimu. Facts. <laughs> Number two, shout out to Santo, but this is what I'm saying. He said it's doing something top tier in every way possible. That in it of itself makes it something that's yeah, never been. It's a level of oh, polish. Oh. It's a level of polish in that type of game. They're going for a level of polish that you yeah. rarely see in the mm -hmm. game. I do want to for me, what, what makes it most exciting, because when I first, you know, you heard all the stuff coming out of E3, people were like, oh, my God, it's the greatest thing I ever saw. Right. And when I saw it, when I actually saw it running, I was a little underwhelmed because I was I looked at it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm you know what? it's a game. I'm like, it's a game. It's not this God by it's That's a game. Why. Yes. Not to cut you one second off. That's why I said, King, please. I was with you, King. I was yeah. the first 15 minutes. And I was like, I don't know why everybody going all crazy. I'm right. No, I think right. all of that. Watch the full 48. Right. No, I'm not doing that. You're not getting that. You're not getting that. Yo, the, that's the part. And listen, I'm not going to sit here and fraud and tell you I did and I did. I'm not going to do that. That's not going to happen. But what is going to happen, I'm going to play the game. I saw enough of the game to justify people's uh, oh, uh excitement you yeah. know like oh my god this is it and they're going to take every criticism from those mm -hmm. other games that i talked about their sex and um mm -hmm. fallout and mm -hmm. they're going to sharpen the steel they're going to polish it they're going to get it nice and they're going to push it out the door for you mm -hmm. so yes you're going to because of those games that came before it they're going to give you a top tier game what mm -hmm. i'm trying to say is Take your behind. Don't mm -hmm. wait for the game to come out in 20 whatever the hell. Mm -hmm. Go out and buy those other games which is probably on sale right now mm -hmm. and get a feel of these games so you know exactly what you're going to be playing. Of in where it comes from. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yes. and I think I think the most important thing for this game and, mm -hmm. and where it's next level, where it's attempting to be next level, is in that world immersion and that AI. I think when you talk about cyberpunk, you talk about being like, LinkedIn well, I can't really everything. comment like, on the world immersion because, like, we haven't seen enough to really we comment. We haven't on seen, that. but that's what they're going for. Like, that's right. what that's the thing that they're going for. The creator, mm -hmm. you want to create a world that feels like it's lived in, right? Mm -hmm. And and to do that, like, especially with a topic like cyberpunk, because cyberpunk is so reliant on like future tech, androids being jacked into everything. If you create a world oh, where all those rules actually apply to the gameplay. Bro, that's yeah. the doctor scene in the oh, chair when she went with the upgrade. Oh, also, man. I gotta say this, right? They didn't show a boring whack a horse nut trailer, <laughs> right? So, so we can't we can't say, oh, we upset they didn't show more immersion of the horse nuts in the uh -oh, world. I just got one and, serious and question for you. Straight acting, 
You know, they show straight action. Go ahead, man. Just, uh, it's a serious question. Yeah, When's the Switch version getting announced? So it, Why are we badgering the Switch? That got nothing to do with this. Yo, the Switch is going to put out Mario Cyberpunk 2020. <laughs> and you're going to have to play that one. Shout out to Jonathan B. He said the Yo, Switch couldn't even run the menus. The menu, that's what I was going to say. At the loading screen, it would blow up. Then we got to get codes. Yeah, we got to yeah. get code into this. Code. What, did, you code, get a code, code. did you get a chance to see the uh, Cyberpunk? punk demo oh absolutely yes okay. absolutely mm-hmm. i was you actually think? at work watching it. Uh, <laughs> i mean uh, i'm impressed with the amount of technical prowess that i've seen in the mm-hmm. game all the different subsystems that they have interacting together i am very impressed with the game mm-hmm. not to mention graphically i like the theme the yes. sci-fi theme like everybody said mm-hmm. i was impressed that deus x was like phenomenal and mm-hmm. it's it's a shame that people don't really understand how dope that game is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do think that this is taking it to the next level. Absolutely, I'm very I'm excited. About it. What, no what doubt. The game looked like, but I was more impressed with the gameplay mechanics. Yeah. Yo, I'm Optimus, I'm, I'm, I want to ask you a question because being that you're a coder and you just said it, you saw all the subsystems. Mm-hmm. You get excited mm-hmm. from different perspective opposed to us. Like we get excited from mm-hmm. graphics. Oh sh- yeah. what? And it came back. We get, we get excited off of that. You get excited off of seeing all the interaction and the level of code and how hard it must have been to bring that game to fruition. Yeah. So uh, this is what I'm saying. Like when you saw that game, because everybody was talking about it was doing all this crazy stuff, but from your eyes, from from your initial take, and you saw the si- different subsystems and stuff like that. What did you feel from it from a technical standpoint? Oh, I felt like I, they were top notch. Like this mm-hmm. is a lot of subsystems working together and yes. working together extremely well. Like mm-hmm. the potential for bugs and things to go wrong with all of the things that they had working together, like jacking into people, disabling their comms and taking yes. over this thing. And like we can go through here and just like all of that could go horribly wrong. <laughs> doing poorly, but they did a really good job, and I've just seen all the technical excellence in addition to the graphical display because I thought the graphics was top notch too. But just mm-hmm. all of the code that has to be working, and I literally thought, I wonder how many million lines of code do yeah. they have to make this work? Absolutely, shout That's out to Frog. Frog, you gotta relax for Planet X. <laughs> Yeah, just real quick. I just I think everybody, Western developers, RPG developers, gotta be on, on notice, man. Shout like, out, baby. like yeah. I, not not Fallout 76, because that's a different thing, but the right. next Fallout and the next Elder Scrolls. And these guys are playing in their mm-hmm. in their ballpark now, right? Because mm-hmm. regardless of the perspective shift, like mm-hmm. first person creating a game in first person is very different to doing it in third person. Like, if you look at the third person, you know, uh, option and, and fallout, it was not, I, the guys, he walks around like a stick figure. It's not really meant for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, it's interesting that these guys are playing in somebody else's backyard 
-hmm. And it's going to be interesting to see how they elevate that and if these guys need to look at this and, and, and change up what they're doing. And I know yeah. that goes into, like, the Battle of Five and, and the Anthem. Yeah, it goes right into my topic, right? Yeah. 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 And I'm um, glad you said that. But, but you finish, we finish the yeah, and then I'll, I'll go. Everybody else needs to be on notice because these guys are going for they're going for the GOAT titles. They, they really are. CD Project. I don't think they'll get the GOAT title. Like I think it's going to be a phenomenal game, but I don't think it's going to be like that. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We got time. Apparently, I don't think it's going to. I'll put it this way: I don't think it's going to surpass Witcher Three. Mm, wow, that's a good not one. even close. Wow. Not even close. You know, you know what's crazy about that statement, though? It's the same people, right? So, yeah. That's that's that just shows how the excellence that's coming from CD Projekt Red. Shout out to Sam Toe. Those are guys. I think it's going to be a solid eight, five, nine game, but I don't think it's going to surpass Witcher because Witcher. It was third person, and that appeals to more people in the long run. If you but get started, it, well, but this okay, this question would it surpass Switcher one or two? You know, because they actually built a following all the way up to get you to three. Yeah, so like they, that they built is, up you know, to three. They yeah. built up to three. That's, that's, a that's, point. that's This a point. is a jumping off point. Mm -hmm. And you, you're comparing a jumping off point to an established That's a beloved point, character. Yeah. So like one that, what you do but was not the wave like what you did. Yeah, no, regardless, regardless what a developer works on, you, I think you should always compare their last work to their new work because you can't really compare what well, you're because it came been out going, like 15 yeah, they, years They've ago. been going up every time. Every time they've been going up. So if it's, this is any indication well, of I mean, their excellence, they're showing I it think right it's, now. I think it's fair to say something like that, comparing it like on the same level, because this is something new for them. They've never made a first person game, I don't think. Right. So yeah. you know, but it looks like they're doing it better than the people who make first person make first games. Person. And that's the thing. The first that's and that's the thing to me that first person games appeals to a lot of people. Like you people buy Call of Duty every single year. Like if they can give you a game like you said like the beginning at it. That balances all that stuff and does it all right. Like you can do the stealth, you can do the shooting, you can do all the other RPG stuff, and you could do it as well as anybody else has ever done it before. I, I don't see how that doesn't surpass the Witcher. I, I feel like first person is 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 really popular, but it's because of a multiplayer aspect. I don't feel like it's a single player aspect. There are games that that's the exception, right? But this isn't Bethesda, and for the most part. They've always dominated that RPG first-person field of view. But if you look at Bethesda's games, they give you a third-person option too, so you right. can't really go into that. Cat right. Daddy, um, this is yes, we do shift to 11 a.m. when football season starts. Football, that's next week. That's next. We week. already have the yeah. intro and everything popping. Everybody will have all that information coming up this week. So oh, yes, we are making. Already? Yeah, we're making a shift. <laughs> oh God, Yo, and listen, listen, listen. I didn't gotta that's, get a that's what yeah. you better catch Addict with the baggy eyes and need the five hour energy because he just got used to this time. So I know, man. I'm like only a back. month used to this, and now you guys want to change it all? Yeah, there we go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's compromise. How about I show up at 12? No. You do that. How about you do that? Moving along, great cyberbug topic, topic, and a perfect transition solved to mine because, um, yeah, it was uh, dialogue choice was something that was very big to me, you know, mm -hmm. cyberpunk. But let's talk about EA real quick. And, um, 
yeah, it's it's a lot of interesting things going on right now. Obviously, you know, we've heard about the Battlefield Five delay. It's going out of October into November, and um, you know, as a result, there's also been you know a, a big well, I say big uh, drop, but a ten percent stock drop on EA. So this is going to be a two part thing. So the first part is going to be about Battlefield Five. Was that right decision, EA? And then the second part is this one is near and dear to me, and um. <laughs> It's gonna be a little rant from Laura Cognito. Um, so pretty much Anthem obviously is the most you know anticipated thing from the you know from EA coming up next year. It's a big title. We got our boys Bioware, Casey Hudson, the crew, and um, some news just came out. And um, pretty much I believe one of the executive producers, Mark Dara, he put out that um it was found out that Bioware games have you know Mass Effect. If you guys play Dragon Age or stuff, these are multi dialogue choice games that affect the gameplay. So similar to what Cyberpunk is setting out to do, right? That's what Bioware is known for. So pretty much it was just found out that in their systems in, in Anthem, they're only going to allow for two dialogue options. So they asked him about this and he said, Mark Dara said, we're showing the audience, we're showing this to an audience that is not used to these kinds of decisions and conversations. We wanted to keep it simpler, but we also didn't want to, want to present you with false choices. So Fort Tarsus is going to be this area. It's like a single player area where that's going to happen. On the <laughs> <laughs> Y'all laughing. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry to interrupt you. So they, they pulling a destiny right now, right? Like, <laughs> we wanted to pull as many people as possible. Uh, we, oh my going. God. You, you, ordered, you, ordered. you know where my heart is when I heard these statements. So you know, Fort Tarsus apparently is this, you know, area where you're going to be in the first person, you know, perspective as opposed to the third person perspective with the javelins and the shared world. So that's going to this is where that's going to happen, the single player thing. And he just, you know, it's clearly not going to be just another Bioware RPG. So I want to bring this to the Lords, you know, part one, Battlefield five. Is that the right decision? Part two, Anthem dialogue choices and quote-unquote simplification of dialogue. So let's start with Lord Code. What do you think about both of these things? Um, Battlefield, I don't really have an opinion. I don't. Mm -hmm. So I look at a lot of the, I guess you would call it the gaming community, mm -hmm. and especially a lot of the news from the crumb side, let's just say. Mm -hmm. And so... <laughs> Let me see. How can I put this? So I'm not affiliated with Sony in any way. Okay. I'm NDA's, not NDA talk coming. <laughs> I'm not affiliated with Microsoft in any way. Mm -hmm. I'm not affiliated with Nintendo in any way, zero form or fashion. Okay. But I do write software you, uh, for billion-dollar organizations, and a lot okay. of the code that I write. A lot of y'all probably use every day, but like mm -hmm. our company, because we're consultants, mm -hmm. so we don't put our name on it. People hire us to write software for them. Facts. So I write software for a lot of people, a lot of big name people. Mm -hmm. And I'm often have to meet with the clients. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I will say for sure when I look at this gaming community <laughs> is None of you people could ever run a successful gaming business. <clears throat> the ideas that you have and like, this is what they should do and win. And this is a good idea, bad idea. <clears throat> All you looking at is like what you like and what your personal preferences are. <clears throat> None of those are valid for running a business. Ooh, that's real talk. 
billion dollar business. So one thing I hate having lived, uh, let's say, a hard life mm-hmm. or a let's just say a somewhat shady background mm-hmm. is I hate when I'm watching TV mm-hmm. and it's some criminal or some heist going on. Mm-hmm. And somebody that I'm watching TV with try to say all they have to do to get away. <laughs> You don't like the all you got to do, Lord. You don't like that, Lord. Like, you don't know what you would do. You don't know what it takes to be a criminal. All your little suggestions are from you there on the couch. Like, your your opinion has no weight. Anyway, that being said, backseat driving. The gaming advice that these game players try to give these companies is like laughable. Like, why would they ever listen to you? Mm. Other than the mind share that they want, you know, for public perception. But as far as making business moves and business deals, like people laugh at Microsoft that they lose in this generation or whatever. Like, do you understand business and how it works? So I've been in meetings and I've been in with these clients and these organizations, and we would embarrass ourselves trying to give these people business advice. I'm saying all that to say this. If EA has determined that the release window for Battlefield needs to be something different than what it is, I guarantee you a lot of research has gone into that, and they have deemed it is in our best business interest to move this, and for no other reason. And I don't have access to that information, so I can't second guess it. If they have decided this is what they need to do, then, yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's what they need to do. Mm-hmm. I have something to say. You're up next. <laughs> like, well, at the end of the day, yeah, you got to get the second part of code. I too, I apologize. But Addict, go in now as far as your response, and then I get to bring it back to code. I've always said from the uh, from day one, you guys have always said like you know it's it's harder to run a company than it is to take opinions on a company. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, EA has been doing a lot of missteps here lately. Like, right, that's they, they messed up Respawn's game because that game sold really, really bad. Even the, the, the director of Respawn, they mentioned the sales, and he's like, yeah, no help from EA. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, ca- they, they dropped the ball f- with uh, Battlefield because they had a developer come out openly and tell the consumers that are supposed to buy their game, if you don't like it, just don't buy it. Like, right. They, they called them... They called them Mm-hmm. They called them in. Uh, what, what what did he say? They said that like he didn't say that they were stupid, but, but he, he said they, they're uninformed, like they're miseducated or something to that effect. <laughs> you know, you as never told consumers whole, that. You never. He was know. frustrated that day, frustrated yeah, because of the, the backlash because of a female being on the cover of Battlefield. Yeah. and then you look at Bungie. Like Bungie mm-hmm. thought they had everything, all their eyes mm-hmm. dotted, all their T's crossed, and then the mm-hmm. Destiny Two drop, and they're like, "Okay, maybe we should have listened to the community." <laughs> like well, sometimes well. the the what what see how it is is they they prospect they they do all these uh mm-hmm. you know stats they say okay these are what people want these are what people want but the problem with you know how the industry works is it's constantly evolving. You can mm-hmm. people forget that these games are made from three to four years at a time. Mm-hmm. The way that they made this game and the, their visions three years ago, not necessarily is how the industry is going today. I mean, that's all true. And this, we can probably have like a whole nother uh, topic on this, mm-hmm. but um, addict. So what you said is certainly true and it has weight, mm-hmm. but it's the difference between hindsight and foresight. It's easy to look back 
after something and say, this is what I should have done. Uh, and if organizations could do that, they absolutely would make every move perfect. Mm -hmm. But all they can do is look at what's available to them at the time. Mm -hmm. And just like in, um, in, in the NFL, I don't know. I don't know if y'all outlawed NFL talk or not, but. Oh, no, no, no. That's Russ Bell. The Lord's bending me to NFL because we will be changing our time to 11 a.m. next week. <laughs> All right. Well, there's a popular topic for coaches in the NFL that goes, if you're an NFL head coach, if you listen to the fans, you'll be sitting with them. Because yep. the, I'm not saying listen to the fans. That's educate Addict. Educate them. Like I didn't say listen to the fans. Listen, I'm saying Attic that... is his boy. He ain't gonna go too hard on Attic. But I will. <laughs> but I will. <laughs> All I'm saying is sometimes what you think is best for the game isn't best for the game. True. Absolutely true. I they had to move that game anyway. People have been they, saying they it for years. And it goes to the hindsight. Like sometimes common sense supersedes business sense right and in this, yeah. in this, in this oh, instance all i'm common saying sense, when you when you see what they did to titanfall 2 right thank they, you it, it's obvious that once <laughs> once the, the landscape of october started panning they, they saw they needed to move that game right because it was sandwiched between and that's just that's just the examples of that look what right. they do with mass effect i mean right. ea these days have been dropping balls more than they've been picking them up like yeah but see the thing is everybody keeps saying i don't know why they put out this battlefield at the same time every year around the same time with these same games mm -hmm. and they moved it when mm -hmm. microsoft did it with, with, with crackdown and they moved it mm -hmm. listen they they know they mm -hmm. i'm not gonna sell here Right. Let me move my spot to over here so I can just get yeah. these off and let, let's sell this off over here. But so, I, I feel like were they if they were about to sell, I feel like it would have been out of the year entirely. Like they're still a week before <laughs> Fallout 76. <laughs> <laughs> no, look at November. November is not much. Yeah, it's still, still Fallout, I was just about to say, Fallout 76 is there. It's real. Well, right. November's not let, much. Let, let Cole get in because we keep interrupting Cole. Well, no, conversation is great. There's, and again, Attica, I understand what you're saying. Um, Lord Saab, I understand what you're saying. But there's more that goes into it than that. It, it, mm -hmm. like, you can't just say, I'm going to go into next year. Those are publicly traded companies. They have projections for a year. Right. They have shareholders they have to answer to. Mm -hmm. And they have to try to make things work to match their projections. Mm -hmm. And it's not as easy as just saying, OK, we'll just do it like six months from now. And again, so like Lord King, like I don't know if you saw this or not, but when Floyd Mayweather was about to fight McGregor, mm -hmm. and it was all this talk about Floyd, uh, it's this guy right here, he earns a shot. If you're gonna leave the game, if it's your last fight, why not give one of these thirsty young boxers a shot? Why not fight this cat, that cat? Like, why would you fight McGregor? And he looked at the camera and he said, because it makes the most business sense. That's five hundred million dollars. Yeah, and so that a lot of that's what they face. That's what they use to make their decisions. Now we're mm -hmm. not saying that they don't get it wrong because they certainly do. But given the information that they have, and they do listen to the community, right. we're not saying zero percent. It's just right, right. it is more than the voice of the community, and mm -hmm. so they will get it wrong. But what they're trying to do is maximize profits, and whatever <laughs> they think they can to do I that is what they are do. I think that's the reason it was. And I think that's the reason. I think it was the reverb. I can't hear it. I had to say it one more time. Can you hear me? No, I can't hear you. Yeah. 
I think it was a PR stunt. I think they had so much bad publicity. They're trying to put a little distance between that. But it's only a month. Why would it be a PR stunt? Well, see, uh, Al, if you look at the, they did the comparisons to Call of Duty. They, they're usually around the same ball game. Like the the pre orders are like eighty five percent down than what they normally right. are. Like, okay, so I, what does that got to do with a PR stunt? Well, see, I no, think I, Red Dead is is involved in there somewhere. Man, there's too many good Dead. games coming out this year. I honestly <laughs> would have told them ship it to next year. To be honest with you, that eighty five percent down, I mean, that eighty five percent down is because mm-hmm. you already put your money down on pre order. People have been pre ordering games a year out now. This is so mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah, I if you get look that. at it from next year's standpoint, like. Mm-hmm. It seems like next year the first couple of months are really crazy too. You can't you can't really move next year either because you got Anthem, you got Division, you got well, I don't want to say it because chat gonna laugh, but <laughs> crackdown. <laughs> like you got a bunch of things, all at Metro, Metro. I believe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? All that. So gonna, really, you guys see that tweet that they're doing marketing for Crackdown right now? The you know what they should do? They should put it out in December on the 24th, just like uh, <laughs> that other. I feel like it's coming out in December. Like, like uh, if I'm on the only Smash one that feels day. like games that come out in de- December are like the like the redheaded stepchild, yeah, I'm just saying, that no one cares about, about no one talks about. But, but everybody <laughs> spent their money by that. Yeah, but to Code's point, like we have to admit, like again, we don't know what's going on in these ballrooms. We don't oh, know, know the financial ramifications of to... what's going on here. And you know, for me personally, I applaud the move. I think it's a great move. I yep. think they they have to learn a little bit from the Titanfall two fiasco by sandwiching <laughs> it between games because that game was let you know out to die, and it's a shame because it's a fantastic they, game. They cannibalized their own game with Battlefield. With Battlefield, yeah, they did it to themselves exactly. Oh, so stupid. get away from that. You know, you get between Red Dead and Call of Duty. You get out in November. Yeah, Fallout, it's Fallout. There's no doubt. It's a new genre, a new thing for 76. But I, I think it's an okay move. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to get now to I the second point. Okay. Just let me say one thing. I, I think that move you know, makes a better release date than the original one just right. because they're getting away from Call of Duty and Red yeah. Dead. But I think at so. the end of the day, I, like, I don't think it's going to drastically be different. Like. No. We got to see. We got to see, right? So the sec the second part is I want to back to low code again, which was um the whole anthem thing, the dialogue choices being limited to two. Them saying that their audience, you know, they, they bringing it to a new audience that, in the sense, is kind of they want to simplify, um, you know, the the whole choice thing. How do you feel about that? And where did you play a lot of the older, you know, um, Bioware games like a Mass Effect, like a Dragon's Age? Oh, of course. Um. Okay. Uh, the thing is, is that I think that they are damage controlling, but I don't think it's something that necessarily needs to be damage controlled because mm. for me, I don't know. I don't know who their, their audience is or who their target demographic is, mm-hmm. but for me, I'm only doing enough single player and Anthem to beef my dude up for the multiplayer when mm-hmm. I'm running around with y'all. So, so do you, there's an outcry of people that are like, Hey, and I'm just going to get into it. Cause let me just get my rant. My thing is, cause this is me. I'm not going to say outcry. This is me. <laughs> you know, my thing is, you know, I have a, I feel a way about it only from the standpoint is, this is what Bioware is known for. Mm. This is their MO. Like when we I got into Mass Effect, I fell in love with that game because of dialogue choice and how it affects relationships and character 
and you know development as well as the ending of a game like the, the path of the game could change so when i see stuff like cyberpunk doing the formula that bioware created and bioware not doing it in their own game and just to lord addict's point when i heard the, you know those comments it bothered me you know, because they're saying new audience. And when I hear that, I think of Destiny 2 and the horrible launch that it had. As well. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like you're taking away from your own formula to now, quote unquote, broaden your audience. And I'm worried about that. And then we've already had the issue with, okay, there's not going to be any PvP on launch. Right. Okay, fine. I'll let that rock. I seen the demo, you know what I'm saying? We saw all saw it at um EA Airplay. It looked it looked good. I'm not gonna say it didn't. It looked really good. I'm excited. But I was curious, like, how does the story go? How does the interaction? And to now see it's like it's kind of like a single player separate area. And it doesn't again, we don't know all the information. I don't know all the information. I could be very much wrong as more stuff comes forward. But for what we know right now with this Fort Tarsus thing, it just seems like an isolated separate thing that your character does. And it really doesn't feel to have any overarching effect on the game. And if that's the case, I'm going to have a problem with that. <laughs> like, well, yeah, that's, I, that's I would like to jump in here real quick. Go for it. I won't take but a few seconds. No, please, please do. Please do. So, again, I think that they're right. They, so you're talking about we want to take all the single player mechanics and put it in a multiplayer, like in an MMO. And we want that to work seamlessly. But then just a few weeks ago, I heard y'all really complaining about Monster Hunter mm -hmm. and how the online works where if you haven't gone through this yet in single player. No, that's King. That's King. That's King. That's King complaint. And I mean, well, I also had the same complaint. I got I forgot my monster rank or Hunter mm -hmm. rank. I got pretty high in Monster Hunter before I threw it in the bushes. But <laughs> it, was, it was this whole thing where I'm trying to power level people. Mm -hmm. And I'm playing with my grandson and I'm teaching him how to play, but I gotta wait because he gotta see this cutscene first. Mm -hmm. he has to do all these dialogue choices. Mm -hmm. And so for me, like even though Monster Hunter was great and I really liked it, it demonstrated how when you try to merge too many things that aren't a natural fit, mm -hmm. it can just be a big inconvenience. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm looking at Anthem as a MMO mm -hmm. and a single player is just some little bonus thing that I may or wow. may not get to. Right. But it seems like you're looking at it more as the single player RPG that you after and it has somehow been lessened because you won't get that full experience. No, I, I, but I feel like that's let, let, let me let me rebut and I got you at it. Um here's the thing. You you are correct. It is a different style of game, right? This is an MMO world share shooter. I understand that they may not Reverb. be able somebody's reverbing, but I may understand that like you know, they may not be able to seamlessly integrate a, a, a Mass Effect style story in that type of game. Okay, I get that. But I just, for me, it hurts because I guess because Casey Hudson is on it. When I heard his name right. associated, I'm like, okay, that's what he's known for, right? And then it's just like, oh, man. Like, it, it, it's just frustrating to me. He because said it's fertilizer that, for his bushes. No, because you know what it is, King? You know what it is? It's Andromeda. I got that yeah. dirty taste of Andromeda. Let me throw a dirtier wrench into this whole conversation. I don't know if you mm -hmm. guys saw this headline on VG247 that just mm -hmm. came up. Mm -hmm. um, oh, they said that future Mass Effect um, and Dragon Age games will be heavily influenced by Anthem. 
Yeah. Okay. Then now, now this is this is the part that I'm gonna get to real quick. You mean wait, wait? You said future. Yeah, future, yes. future, so, future. Exactly. Which is my whole point. Which is that direction. Lord Cognito. Let, let me let me ahead, get King. to this point real I'm, quick I'm, I'm, because you know, and I've to. told you before. I've mm -hmm. said it before. This mm -hmm. Iron Man simulator is going straight to the bushes. They're gonna <laughs> fall beneath uh, mm -hmm. Division mm -hmm. One. Not Division Two. They're oh, gonna wow. fall beneath Division One mm -hmm. as far as uh, the group of people that's gonna play this game. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and the reason why they're chasing the casual dragon mm -hmm. is because the success of games like Fortnite, the success mm -hmm. of Destiny. Even yeah. if you say Destiny Two was a failure, it's a failure compared to itself. So, but it's not. It's not a failure. Financially. It's not a failure. Okay. Mm -hmm. They're chasing the casual dragon. Mm -hmm. Now they understand that they can't give you all these uh chains just like Optimus Code said. Mm -hmm. They can't give you all these things that don't fit. Mm -hmm. They hear the talk, they understand what it is, and what they're doing is they're lessening mm -hmm. the blow for you right now. Mm -hmm. They're telling you right now before you purchase a long time so you can be like when you purchase and you're playing, you're like, Yeah, they did say it was only gonna be like two, two, two lines of dialogue. Yeah, that's true. They did say that. <laughs> they are softening your skull for the head crack right now. All right. And if you fall for that head crack and and say, Yo, I'm gonna get this game, I'm I'm only going to play the EA pass fun. Thing, the the EA access. Yeah. I'm going to play that 10 hours they give me, and that game is going directly into the bushes. Because <laughs> when they said no multiplayer, they're robbing you. <laughs> no PvP. But the thing let is, go. Go, let Cole, let Cole rock and then soft. Um, yeah, I want to hear Cole's response. Oh no, no, I was just saying they is multiplayer, just no PvP. Yeah, PvP. <laughs> I want to fight somebody. Yeah, that's off. That's off. <laughs> <laughs> My thing that that's fine. I understand where Cog is coming from. I completely understand that because since that's what Casey is known for, what Bioware is known for. Why they gonna bring him they, in if they, they ain't gonna they ain't like, gonna do what he Anthem, do? Anthem, Name alone, bro. Anthem, Anthem was their opportunity to take the Destiny formula and elevate it to another level, right? Exactly. And they're not doing that. They're just adhering to what's there already to try to make mm -hmm. another meet like an also rand of that. Hopefully right. it's hopefully it's just as good. Hopefully it's it, mm -hmm. it's, it does something different. But by mm -hmm. Them eliminating that aspect of Bioware's pedigree, it feels like it's a totally different thing. Now, that's right. fine. If you don't like it for Anthem, cool. I understand that. But it is a new thing. It's not necessarily – you can't necessarily expect that. Now, this other thing, though, if you're telling me that Mass Effect is going to be affected by this type of gameplay, if they Dragon Age is going to turn into this type of game, no, that's breaking news. No, no, no. no. Wait, wait, Listen, Cognito, Cognito, I just want you to notice, and this is what's happening, because you keep mm -hmm. saying KT Hudson. Yay, mm -hmm. KT Hudson. Mm -hmm. Anderson Silva. <laughs> All right, I'm. This is you know where I'm going. Know where going. He's a he's a name. It's a name. It's a name you can trust, <laughs> right? When Anderson Silva fights right now, can you trust this game? <laughs> Listen, I feel you, and you maybe I am. No, Your man's a shell of himself, King. I will never disrespect the great Casey Hunt. That's my uh, he disrespecting himself. I, I know where you're going, right? I'm willing, like Floor Fast back in the chat. I am willing to reserve judgment until release. But also, King, I hear what you're saying because I feel like head cracks are coming. Yo, he is rubbing the, the back of your skull with the baby oil. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to. 
my. <laughs> it just, it just, well, you know, again, it's just not the game. It, it, it may hurts. be, it may be a good game. It just may not be the game for me based on my assumptions coming in on what was assembled. That's all I'm saying. I want to get the game. Said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to get the game. It's just one of those things that I'm like, okay. And again, when I hear terminology like, oh, this is a different audience. We're simplifying it. That's not used As to you what well. do you mean? Not used to those kinds of decisions and conversations. You know, so dragon, I, it, just, it just feels it doesn't feel right. To me. <laughs> <laughs> All I want to say is mm. if you guys don't think if this game is insanely successful mm. that it's going to affect Dragon Age and them, I think it will. Oh, absolutely. No, they I'm, said I'm, it, I'm, but they yeah. said as much. They said as much, no matter what, success or not, this formula is being used mm -hmm. in what we consider to be proper RPGs, Mass Effect and, and Dragon Age. That's disheartening to me. I don't care how you look at it. That's disheartening to me. And I and I realize that the Mass Effect formula has gotten more more casual friendly from the right. first one on. But still, mm -hmm. it's it, but still like to mm -hmm. to make it this type of game. Mm -hmm. That's not what I want out of Mass Effect. Again, and and, and it still may be successful. And it still may, may follow the destiny for it may be fantastic. It's just a different game. That's all I'm saying. And that's all I got on my rant. If anyone does <laughs> jump in. I'm good. You're good. Coach, you good. Attic, you good. All I have to say is Anthem going to bushes. Wow. <laughs> and no, like, every time I hear more about Anthem, I'm like, it's bad news. Like, it's what? Bad. Like, literally, like, every time we've heard something about Anthem, it's not, like, a cool trailer or anything like that. It's you know, What's funny is they show this cutscene, and the same people that are complaining about Destiny's story are the same people hyping this mm -hmm. stuff up. And I'm just like, look at this game. Oh, it's got a cool cutscene. Guess what? Destiny's got cool cutscenes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like, that's yeah. the part that kills me. The same people that are hyping up that story, uh, mm -hmm. the story trailer that just launched, because I almost did a reaction to it, but then I was like, nah, mm -hmm. it, that's not for me. That They mm -hmm. can keep that. But so I, I'm seeing this story, and the same people I'm seeing that's completely over this game. They're like, oh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. And, and I'm, just, <laughs> you know, like, I'm sitting here watching these same people. That Kate expansion that just came out, that trailer's way better. Sure, it's an established brand that has mm -hmm. characters that people know, but I'm sitting here looking at the same thing. Like, it's got story trailers too, but for some reason, one's okay and the other one's not. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I feel you, man. And I want to shout out to Sam before we go into the last, the last couple of topics. Um, he said, everyone's so heated over Bioware and their franchises will want to keep their eyes peeled next week. Lord Editor with the exclusive subs coming. We gonna talk behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, King, shout out to Potenti Perfect in the chat. Yeah, I feel like they got the baby oil on the back. They, they grease in the back <laughs> of the head. Oh, <laughs> Real quick, because this is pretty important, and we talk about it uh, mm -hmm. like in passing. Like mm -hmm. we acknowledge it, but we don't really like talk about it. Talk about it. when I say we, I mean the gaming community. Yeah. So there is a difference, and there is a stark difference between the developer and the publisher. Right. Yes. And Absolutely. Most of the time, the developer wants to give the gamers what they want and a lot of times the developers themselves are also gamers and so they yes. understand things from the perspective of a gamer preach the problem is that the publishers will come in and the publisher's primary objective is to make money yes if they think uh -huh. that if the developer has a core audience here like mm -hmm. an rpg this mm -hmm. has actually happened in our game in history in mm -hmm. our game and if an RPG does really good, aiming at its core market, but it captures the attention of a bunch of casuals, mm -hmm. 
someone in the business will say, oh, wow, we hit 10 million. That's great. We expected to hit 1 million, but mm-hmm. we hit 10 million. That's great. Mm-hmm. But why wasn't that 10, 20? Or why wasn't that 20, 30? And they will always make changes and they don't mind risking mm-hmm. alienating their core yes, audience. Yes, very true. So true. You're so preaching. The developer, though, the developer tries to guard against that, but they only have so much power. So yes. my point is, we really, in this conversation, we should differentiate between Bioware and EA. And EA, and that's what yep. I, I was going to finish. You just yeah. nailed you, This guy's, he's a Because if EA, if Bioware can get a different publisher like Sony, where they have more creative freedom over their own products, mm-hmm. we may have a different conversation. So right. just mm-hmm. be careful about blaming the developers for a, lot, yeah. for a lot of I decisions like, that we don't like. I feel point. like EA is taking its studios and it's running them through the bushes, man. Like, <laughs> like it's it's like they're ta- it's like you know that that scene in Three Hundred where mm-hmm. that dude just G kicks uh, Leonidas ki- uh, kicks uh, the messenger off that big hole. Well, it's uh-huh. like they do that and it's like they looking down the hole and they're like if you can crawl up, crawl up. Like, <laughs> you know, it, it is what it is. We got to move on. We beat this day to death, but fantastic words of wisdom. The chat is loving you, Lord Cole. They're like, yo, Uncle Optimus preaching. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody's saying that. And, and you're right. I need to make that separation between Bioware and EA because, again, maybe my core Bioware still has those things in place or would like to, but again, it's the call of. You know what I'm saying? The publisher. I just want to do a meme and just mm-hmm. put like Bioware and then just tag Co- Lord Cognito on Twitter and it's like, is this your Bioware? <laughs> <laughs> Lord Attic, you up, man. Let's go. Let's fly through these last two. Look at out here. Lord Attic, what's up, man? What's going on with Xbox? Well, Xbox clearly. Um, okay, for those of you, I want to make this quick because we're going yeah, away. We got over here. But yeah. uh, for those of you God, that know, bro. on. <laughs> Destiny, uh, not Destiny. Uh, at Gamescom, they actually had an inside Xbox. Uh, they didn't really announce anything, you know, relevant there. They they did like you know the the hunt thing. I think that was pretty good. Uh, you know, we obviously, if you want to, you can look at last week. We went pretty detailed, I think, into. But you know, uh, so we're not really talking about inside Xbox for Sam. Talking about the the announcements they made afterwards. The uh, the uh, the all access, and they announced the white elite controller. Yes, yeah, I, I kind of feel like that should have been an inside Xbox. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't understand where you're going to spend 15 minutes talking about something that no one cares about, like um, assembling an arcade machine. Ugh. When you had information that people went to watch inside Xbox with, they could have broke it down a little bit more. People are still confused on all access when they had like, well, it was like 60,000 people watching inside Xbox. That's mm-hmm. where they should they they could have made this confusion more you know not confused. I'm confused with this. Is you, are you talking about all access or are you talking about the controller? No, and I'm both the of them. I'm saying that those should have been on EA. Uh, those should they have been they weren't targeting that, that market. That, that mar- they I mean, yeah, like they weren't targeting that market. Week, like they weren't all access wasn't going to target that market, so it didn't make well, sense. I, I, for them to talk I about get it. that, but at the end of the day, okay, maybe not the all access, but why was it the controller at least there? Mm. I don't know. I, I can't. Yeah, know. it doesn't make sense because that that was the platform. Yeah, like I it, it. I just feel like you know the all access thing. That's not a game. Scott forgot about the whole Germany thing. Yeah, but you know that's cool. But why <laughs> was the controller? Didn't they show that? a whole bunch of uh them, them fake custom systems with the bundles that <laughs> the they bo- were showing? The box like, 
yeah, but we're, I, we're not talking about the. Oh the, yeah, but see, the, this is what I'm talking the about because value of inside Xbox. No, we no, no the, established, so that's yeah, hard. we know that's in the bushes. But what I'm saying is, they showed. I don't know how many uh custom fake custom systems that they show. They showed. They showed like what, like four or five of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they show like four at least. No, they show so, any custom. Yeah. They, they just show well, no I mean, they, yeah, they show you one know. semi-custom. Yeah, yeah, them, them, them packing different brown, brown boxes. Yeah, 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 yeah brown one, box. The brown, they, no, there was one that was like a brown colored. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, no, but um, I think to that point that got left on the cutting room floor. Mm-hmm. I think they were saying that the bundles was more important than actually talking about that one controller. Because mm-hmm. I think the controller could have been thrown in there mm-hmm. with the white system. But mm-hmm. then again, I think they wanted to push those <laughs> fake feel, custom systems. I feel oh, like you know, just little stuff like when they're announcing the new custom things that's on the store. And they're like, and you know what else? Right, uh, you, right now or whenever they're going to announce it, we're actually launching an elite control. Like, I just don't like why you save. Nobody wants that old model, though. But yeah, I, that, that, that old maybe they took it out because model. people thought it was yeah. a new version and that's yeah. the reason they took it out but yeah. at the same time it's like you're gonna announce it on twitter mm. like you're gonna let major nelson announce it on his website it's like <laughs> but you built this platform to announce stuff I feel like, you, shout out to jd gary he said larry didn't want to pull out the white gloves on the white controller and get dragged <laughs> by the <internet. laughs> yo it let is. me jump in quick and i get code to finish off um, yeah, look, I'm, I hear you saying that. Like, uh, you, some some decisions are surprising. Some of them, I think, are um, region based, um, yeah. but some are surprising in that. I was surprised by that. But let's just get to the business. Like, I ain't interested in, in this controller. I mean, if it's not version two elite, yep. shout, out to, yeah. shout out to my boy, David Prien. That's my dude. That's the homie. He, he's the originator of the elite. And it's a fantastic controller. But we all thought Project Washburn. You know what I'm saying? This was what it was going to be. And when we didn't hear that, that's a disappointment. I'm not care. I don't care about another colored version of the old one. You know, white console looks good. You know, I wish, you know, again, we don't know why. Maybe a region for as far issue as far as the X not being showed there, the white X. The turtle beaches look fire. I thought the turtle yeah. beaches look fire, but I got to throw them in the bushes. Ain't no Dolby Atmos. Shout out to oh, Sonic Riggs. Those are my people. So you know where I'm riding. You know, I'm about that Atmos life. So Again, none of this stuff is for me, but I am happy about the console, like a, a, a true custom color console that looks clean, looks nice. It's just none of this stuff for me. Yeah, but, but I mean, if you look at the custom stuff, man, did you see that Tomb Raider console? Uh, yeah. yeah. That, yeah. That's a custom console. Like, that's it. It's going to cost you 3000 Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. Black Panther 1, too. Loco, yeah. real quick on you, and then we move on as far as this whole uh, white controller, white elite controller console. Not really. I just I don't those bundles, those mm-hmm. custom, they're they're not custom. Those are just some lame color. It's like, just a color you know. with a game in it. <laughs> I'm cool. I got nothing on that. No know. doubt. We will move on. Last topic, Lord King Day Z. What's popping? All right. Uh, I just want to give you a quick rundown on Daisy. Daisy has launched in game preview. Now, um, shout out to Jez, grind my gears. You was complaining not too long about go about uh, game preview games being launched in preview without giving you a chance to try it before you buy it. And that's one of the games that give you to try it before you buy it. Who did that for you? Phil did that for you. Understand that. <laughs> all right. He heard you. He saw you. He heard about and you. he actually did that for you. But this game. Has taken and you can group up with your friends. You can meet in a world with these zombies. It's very early preview. The engine is running really nice. Uh, 
my experience with the game is not a game that I'm going to purchase at this point mm-hmm. um, because it didn't give me that initial pop. Mm-hmm. I ran in houses. I saw zombies. I was completely terrified. Mm-hmm. The world is like somebody really threw you in the bushes because you're <laughs> running through the bushes. And there's no lights. Sometimes when you're playing at night, it is horrifying. All right. Um, And you got a couple of bullets, but you got to eat food. You got to drink water. It's a survivalist game. Mm. If you're into that, it's in preview right now. You get Mm. one hour to test it out. Mm. And I think the game is like $29 and it will get better over time. If Mm. anything's any indication, PUBG did it. Mm. Um, I just wanted to get that out there to you guys. Mm. I really don't want any feedback on it. I want Mm. us to end this show because we are half an hour over. Yeah, No, I mean, literally, I'm just going because I I played it. (laughs) So, I mean, before, you know what I'm saying? So, I just want to shout out um, the dudes uh, from Bohemian Entertainment. I will say this, like the Lord King said, the engine is fantastic. I was one of the standout engines on the x as far as i saw it running it was one of the better looking games there you know so you know it's out there it's game preview you know had a chance to check it out if you haven't seen it if you want to see more on it if you undecided please check out the ilp youtube channel because um i have we have the i have the interview with the dev up there as well as some footage plug 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 go go check it out <laughs> and um yeah so that's that's pretty much what i got on it but yeah it's in game preview if you're into that thing i know people been waiting for it to come to console by all means go ahead so if anybody got anything else on Daisy, we'll move in this thing. All right. All right. Cool. So new poll this week. And it's funny that we got a activist <laughs> code on. So um, before a highly anticipated triple A game is released, how important are initial negative impressions, videos or articles to you? A, important. Devs need to be honest and held accountable for footage shown. B, somewhat important. Negative impressions may influence me to wait on the game. C, not important. I buy what I want regardless. Or D, I don't care unless the puddle and the horse taxis is on fleet. <laughs> that is the question. Those are the choices. Please like the IOP vote when it goes up on Twitter tomorrow. Lord Optimus Code. An absolute pleasure. The OG to have you in the realm of the Lord. Where can the fine people have you find you and uh, what you got going on? Uh, just on Twitter at Optimus underscore code. Mm-hmm. I do I talk about gaming topics and programming topics. And then, you know, the couple of websites that I built and I built those from scratch specifically because I cannot deal with YouTube and their restrictions on language. And <laughs> I think I should get an A for the day because I oh, no, you call with, uh, oh, yeah, I watch your channel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like I said, yo, shout, again, salute the auto optimist code because people again, don't understand like, what it's like God. to be on this optimist. He's like, I'm a beast. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I, I just want to let you know. I don't know if I'm ready for the realm just yet. I said, bro, I get it. And I want to commend you. Thank you so much for respecting, you know what I'm saying, the realm. And again, still fantastic content. The most dangerous vlog on the net. But the man drops knowledge. And like I said, when you, you check out the gamer, uh, the protocol, you know what I'm saying, what makes a real gamer. And just his 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 knowledge, his vast knowledge of what he experienced in the industry and what's going on in his opinions on gaming. Please check it out. Plug your site. What is it? Uh, it's realgamer.life. Real easy. Realgamer.life. And I want to say, man, I appreciate y'all having me on, man. Like, I have a lot of respect for y'all. I really do. 
Thank you, bro. Because uh, y'all y'all have balanced perspectives. Y'all have a lot of fun, <laughs> and I just really respect the brand that y'all building, man. I really do. I really appreciate it. it. Really means a lot coming from you, yo G, man. So much respect, man. And and like I said, we're just trying to do this thing the right way. And it's great to have, you know what I'm saying, people like you in on the platform because we get to learn a lot of stuff. You drop so much knowledge today. Chat was definitely loving you. There's no doubt about it. Lord Addict, what do you have going on and where can the fine people find you? I'm about to release a video tomorrow. I'm not gonna say the name. I'm just gonna let that be a surprise. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Definitely, you know, uh, you know, catch us weekly uh, every Sunday at one by eleven p.m. Eleven a.m. a.m. Tomorrow, the Lord's bed the beautiful. You, you, you can catch the ILP next week at eleven a.m. and Lord Addict at twelve p.m. No, I'll be here next week. And uh, you know, th- thank shout out to our uh, wonderful guest. Uh, here is his Twitter. I will put it in the comment section. Yes, Definitely please. go follow him on Twitter. Yes, please. Very entertaining guy. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys don't understand what it is like to have a, a very uh, R-rated mouth and come on this show. It's not yeah, easy. He, he mentioned you, too. He's like, I know Attic be wanting to cuss. I know. <laughs> yeah. for, for those yeah. of you that see me on Planet Xbox, uh, you know that uh, I'm very different on that one. Just a little bit. Uh, so I, once again, uh, definitely appreciate everyone for coming by. You know, we have up, up to like 85 people yeah, in here. Uh, definitely appreciate beautiful. the support. Appreciate uh, even uh, Cat Daddy Fat Sticks. I uh, definitely uh, appreciate him coming through. You uh, said Cat uh, Daddy Fat Sticks? <laughs> yo! He said, he said Fat Sacks. Fat Sticks. <laughs> yo! yo. <laughs> Look, man. Look, okay. It, it's it's I'm, I'm tired. You don't have to get I got stuff I gotta do. I need to end this, but no, King wants to correct me when he can do that. No, I'm not gonna let it slide. <laughs> Shout out to Attic for being funny. Dude, the Lord stop. I, I might have to change your name. You've been like online two weeks in a row. Yeah, I don't man, know. Do I, I change I'm your gonna, name? Let me, let me address that. I'll address oh. that right. Let's First, shout, shout out to, to Optimus Code. Thank you for coming through, brother. Mm-hmm. Like, really appreciate it, man. I always love having gamers that are from our generation and have the same type of stories that, we, that we've that we lived. So I just yeah. definitely appreciate you coming through. Mm-hmm. As for me, you can catch me frauding on Destiny up until... <laughs> up until up, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be offline anymore. You will see me. I may not Ooh! talk to you, but you'll see me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. But you will see me. I'll be there you anyway. <laughs> you gonna utilize the uh, Xbox Live Do Not Disturb feature? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I won't use that. That was. That's kind of rude. I'm, I'd rather just not talk to you. I will use that. <laughs> but you catch me frauding on Destiny until Spider Man is in my hands, until Tomb Raider is in my hands, and then I will disappear as I always do. <laughs> no doubt we already know that spidey coming lord king in the realm hilarious as always where can the five people find you yo first and foremost i would like to salute the og facts um because a lot of stuff that he talked about y'all didn't if y'all if y'all watch the podcast over again i want you to please listen very closely to the gems that he was dropping he said his daytime life was very different from his nighttime life yes, and uh coming from <laughs> south bronx buggy, buggy, uh, you know, <laughs> hanging out with my cousin took me from that nighttime life. And, mm-hmm. you know, we uh, had EA. So mm-hmm. when he's saying EA and he's saying Lakers versus Celtics, Celtics. and he's saying, you know, stuff Ooh, like that, that allowed, is, you know, that saved that arcade us. arcade story. Um, that was lit. 
Mate. Yeah, it saved people from different things. So I respect mm-hmm. and I salute you 100%. Um, when you sent me the DM and you was like, yo, check this out. You know, I value your opinion. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me check it out. Soon as I checked it out, I hit Cognito. I said, yo, he is probably the most hilarious dude <laughs> that I've seen. And I loved it instantly. So uh, if anybody's not watching this channel, please get over to his channel mm-hmm. and watch his channel right now. Optimus Code is... Yo, just like y'all hear me in chat, I'm not the same. This is for the kids, all right? <laughs> this the um IOP is for the children. We embrace the casual, we embrace everybody. <laughs> Do not get fooled and think this is the same king that you get in Destiny on chat. Because it's not the same guy. All right. I want you to understand that part. Listen, facts, all right? facts. And like I said, again, salute. To Lord Cole for, like I said, you know, admonishing the code and and just like I said, just sub- submit to the realm of the lords and, and just being being cool. He, he threw his corporate suit on today, so to speak. Oh yes, it was beautiful. He was in the, he was in a business meeting. Yeah, he's in business mode, and I love that man. That, that's dope. But yeah, man, I just want to um again salute. Uh, we got a lot of things going on. Obviously, attention, you know, to Lord Attic Chagrin starting next week. The NFL laws will be switching to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Probably doing that to the beginning of the new year before we switch back to our original schedule. But the Lords must bend the knee to fantasy football and the NFL season. It's going down next week. We got that. And, of course, um, I want to shout out the stream team real quick. Again, all of oh, the yes. stream team. But, um, El Boogie, Super G. You know, Exactly, Snaldo. He all right. Listen, follow Snaldo on Twitter, y'all. This Friday, he's got a, a giveaway going on. He's got some copies of some games going on. I believe if you if you're on Steam, he's giving scum away. So it's gonna be Friday night. He's gonna be doing that seven to ten. So please join that stream. Even if you're just trying to get the free game, <laughs> get in that stream, man. He's doing giveaways. He's going to be popping. Snaldo, it's um, S-N-A, I can't always butcher his name, <laughs> N-A-Y-L-D-O. Follow him on Twitter. I'll retweet it on ILP so you guys um can uh, catch that. So, um yeah, make sure, again, uh, the subscribe, hit the like and all that, YouTube, ILP Patreon, all that good stuff. And um, obviously our personal ILP uh, channel. Also, um definitely want to shout out Lord Kaibatsu on the audio. That's going to be going up later tonight, including the timestamps and all that good stuff and uh special fast point uh 30 that was with Ebontis and Wilhelm Scream that was up on the ILP channel for the latest in Forsaken we're getting ready for that and um yeah man that's all we got next Sunday 11 a.m you know the deal anybody got anything else to say before we get yes, out of here? Saturday combat talk with Woo! the king you're gonna get the the pre-fight you're gonna get what's gonna happen and then Sunday, you're going to get the results. Nice. This is what I've been waiting for. And then right after that, you got Triple G versus Canelo. But mm-hmm. this fight is what you are mm-hmm. waiting for. If you want to get informed, come check me out. I'm going to put it up all over the place. Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter, uh, the ILP channel. It's going to be all over the place. You're not going to miss it. Yeah, and one correction real quick because Sonaldo is killing me. It's on the ILP Twitch channel. That is correct. <laughs> so, so again, subscribe to the Iron Law Podcast on Twitch. That's where the stream's going on Friday, 7 p.m. to 10. And if you gave me the information earlier, Snaldo, I wouldn't have butchered it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on that note, everybody enjoy your Sunday. We out of here. Peace. Peace.